0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, and welcome to episode number fifteen of the Andy Campbell Championship Show, only on Ace Podcast Nation. I'm your host Si, and I'm joined by ex Premier League and Championship striker, Cardiff City legend, Mr. Andy Campbell. We have three main featured games from the weekend's round of matches which we focus on as well as talking all the other games given our two for two where we select two players each who've had a nightmare or a blinder from the weekend. Andy will answer your questions no matter how weird they may get. And then uh, we finish off with the soon to be award winning 10 second segment. That is big Geordie bingo lingo where uh, Andy teaches me something about his Northern culture, whether it's food or slang or a well-known phrase so, Joining me to talk about all these subjects and provide expert insight and analysis is the one and only goal-scoring machine,
1: the fox in the box,
0: Mr Andy Campbell. Welcome, buddy.
1: Good evening, my friend. How are we? All right, mate. All right. It's, it's going to be an a- interesting one tonight. It's going to be an interesting start. one. Oh, yes. Interesting one.
0: Just, uh, just before we started, we had some breaking news as well. So plenty, plenty to talk about today. So, uh, so, uh, but yeah, we'll do the plugs, and then we can get it. We can stick to the football all the way through until people ask you some weird questions. <laughs> and then we'll go. Not too bad, actually, this week, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, so all our shows are available in uh, video format at youtube.com slash Nation, audio at all the usual podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and uh, Tuning Radio, iHeartRadio, and uh, a few others. Dropping on Friday, we have a brand new Unscripted and Uncensored with Welsh boxer Gavin Gwyn ahead of his upcoming fight. Uh, it was a really good laugh, that show. It was good fun to film. Uh, he answered all your questions, and we had a good chat about various things. Can't wait to uh, have him back on after his fight as well. He's going to be good. Today's show is brought to you by Away Day Apparel, Away Day Apparel is a group of casually obsessed football fans looking to bring something different to the wardrobes of like-minded people. With football, music, and weekend carnage high on the agenda, they aim to bring you some exclusive products. They are edgy, controversial, but most importantly current. T-shirts, polos, shorts to hoodies, jackets, and accessories. Stick with them, and they aim to bring you terrace wear that will turn heads and provide the cutting edge that we all crave. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. So, before, like we started last week, although we'd been doing it for a few weeks, but unofficially, we'll have our uh, little uh, new segment of any other business where myself and Andy can discuss anything football related. Uh, It can include subjects from outside the Championship. Uh, So, uh, you got any, mate, this week?
1: Um, VAR keeps cropping up again and again and again. I'll be honest with you, it's just ruining football. It's ruining. Uh, it's just ruining the enjoyment for me. It's just, uh, it's getting more more serious. You know, what I mean, I used, I used to love Match of the Day. You know, what I mean, I used to love it, and I used to love the um, the pundits, Gabriel and the Queen, Alan. She were talking about the games, and all I'm hearing now is about is about uh, VAR. So I just, I just, I now watch it a little bit later, so I can fast forward the bits that I don't like, which is the in between talking about VAR, cause it's just ruining a conversation about football instead of talking about the best players in the world, the best teams in the world, the best game in the world. We're talking about this absolute garbage system, which is just ruining again, ruining our, ruining our football. And I think that's why fans relate to the Championship and grassroots football because everything's just allowed to let go a little bit. You know what I mean? We're missing a few big decisions. You know, what I mean, a few managers have got a little bit of a gripe that you know, what I mean, big decisions are getting it going against them. And and they say that VAR would, would would sort that out. But look at the big look at the big games. You know what I mean? Sheffield United should have had a goal on Saturday. Um, against Tottenham before they score the equaliser, um, Man City should have had a penalty. It's uh, potentially the, the the first goal shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been allowed. It's just it's making a mockery of football for me. And I just you know what I mean. It needs to it needs to be sorted out. It needs to be sorted out quickly. Um, biggest great, and me and you we both had the same thing, and, and it's happening again next week. And I don't know why it keeps happening all the time. But international breaks it's it's it's, it's ruining the the championship. You know what I mean? It's it's it's. It's ruined seasons for, for for teams. It's had an impact on how good they've done, how bad they've done, um, and the consistency of, of of teams having a run. You know what I mean? What we in November, mid-November, so we're going to be at the end of November. International games at the end of November for what? You know what
0: it's, I mean? It's the it's, third break, you know.
1: A third break within the season. You know what I mean? Like surely they can wait until um, until Some. next year. Until yeah, and yeah, wait until the summer. At least next year. You know what I mean? I've I've won. I've won one year straight after, straight after the season starts. I've won um, after Christmas and won in the summer. Uh, three three throughout the years. Purely, it's got, it's got to be enough. You know what I mean? I, on double headers. You know what I mean? And, and just start the competitions a little bit earlier. And I don't know. I'll have, have things throughout the summer. So football's continue through the summer. You know what I mean? Players get paid well enough. You know what I mean? To, to keep themselves fit and, and, and do things right. And you know what I mean? We can go back to this, what was it? Nations Cup or whatever it was where, you know what I mean? That was a... That's the biggest waste of time. You know what I mean? That, that took a lot of game time for the competitions anyway, so they made that competitive, but friendly, friendly competitive. There's no such terms. You know what I mean? Cancel the friendlies and instead of the friendlies, have the competitive games because some players are playing a lot of football: Champions League, Europa League, Premier League, FA Cup, League Cup. You know what I mean? I'd rather see the best players playing in the Carling Cup or whatever it's called now, call a cup, than 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 people getting rested just to play for they're at national teams in, in a few weeks' time. It's just not... Doesn't doesn't, doesn't doesn't lay right with me. But Yeah, I think... So, with the international break, I think
0: they should do the qualifiers for the tournament the year before. So, like, they should have done the Euro qualifiers in the summer, just gone, yeah. so that teams can get momentum, they can keep their players fit, so, like, you're not... Got Gareth Bale... Ooh, all right, he hasn't played this year, but say, for instance, Gareth Bale, <coughs> who's just he's a he could have had a couple of weeks off after the season's finished and then go into the Euro qualifiers. Whereas yeah. if he's playing like Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, and he picks up an injury, he's got no time to recover, and then they've got an international break, and it's just it's just stupid, mate. And I, yeah, I agree in terms of the uh, the VAR. I think uh, we might do a whole show on it next week VAR and refereeing and stuff but like my problem with the VAR is like the Sheffield uh, Sheffield United the manager would have been a lot more pissed off if they weren't doing so well
1: the all the all lost that game
0: yeah. you know what I
1: mean I think I think I think the big big calls are happening in games in certain games and it's 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 relevant to where the way that the games panned out you know what I mean Chris Wilder would have been Really annoyed, you know what I mean. Um, If if they had, they got beat one nil. You know what yeah. I mean, and rightly and rightly so. Mm-hmm. But same I as Man know. City, you know, like if
0: like that, if Man City get that penalty and they score it, that changes the game completely. Yeah.
1: And um, I think I've seen Guardiola. Guardiola's um, um, conduct after the game was 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 unlike him. You know what I mean. Lost his cool for for the first time I've seen it in a long time. You know what I mean. So, and if that's over. You know, what I mean, I, 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 I'm just starting to question our referees because referees, they might as well not be there at the minute. We might all well just, we might all well just referee the game looks after itself, and somebody stops the game from, from the tannoy and says, that's a free kick. You know, what I mean, the, the whole referee in the middle and the fourth official. You know, what I mean, all these officials in the game are just a pointless exercise when you've got, um, when you've got a system which, which is just it's it's failing at the minute. And you know, what I mean, it was brought in to help referees, and and I feel as though that. They're getting it wrong, or they're being badly advised on how to use it because we've got a system, which they can go and look at the side of a pitch to make their own decision. You know, what I mean that—that's what I thought was there. Not somebody in, in the TV studio, telling them what isn't what, what it is and what it isn't. You know, what I mean someone in the TV studio saying to the referee in his ear, "Go and look at your TV." You know, what I mean that's that's the advice you should be given. Nothing else. Go and look at your TV, and you've got a minute and a half or ninety or two minutes to decide. You know, what I mean if if and if you can't make a decision in that time, then it's not a goal, it's not a penalty. Because if you can't make a judgment in that in that time after watching it again, and it's different to the judgment that you've already just made in the game, then you stick by that decision. And if it's wrong later on, after watching it 10, 15 times, then it's wrong. But we all make a mistake. And if you watch them at 10 times and you're still getting it wrong. Then it or wasn't you, that or, clear or you, cut. There wasn't that clear cut, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, what's offside? Is, is your leg offside? Is your head offside? Is your, is, what, it, it doesn't matter what part of your body is. If you're offside, you're offside. And if the defender's... Toenail is keeping him on side. He's on side. It's just, it's just, it's one of the things. It's just, it's frustrating yeah. because you know what I mean. It it, it just ruins Sundays of, of football because you you know what I mean. Instead of instead of having Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville talking about the best two teams in the world for me at the minute and the best players in the world, we're talking about managers' reaction. We're talking about VAR. We're talking about things which for me is just, it's just having a big. A, a, big negative impact on football at the minute and and I'm so glad you know I'm so glad that I I, I wasn't part of football when it when it came in because I I don't know I must it must be hard it must be hard to you know you're just about to to kick off you're just about to kick off a game and then all of a sudden you haven't let a goal in or or, or or you've scored you've celebrated you're back at the line and all of a sudden you haven't scored and you've got to start again like mentally that must just mess around mess, mess around with your head and you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. But... Well, like, one of the
0: TV shows I was watching yesterday, they were, um, instead of analysing the game, they were talking about how the Sheffield United player would have been onside if he had smaller feet. And I was just like... <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, well, I don't really want... You know, I don't want to watch that. That's not analysis. That's not looking at the football. That's just stupid. It was just... I just mind them in, like... And it just... I do feel like it's ruining it and I, I agree with you in that I feel like the guy in the studio should literally lit, just be saying, oh, "You've missed. I think you might have missed him and have another look and he goes to the side, he looks on the screen and he's got two minutes to have a look or yes. I think you've got that wrong, go and have a look. Not the person in the studio deciding because that person's got no accountability no one, you know, he's not—he's not like in cricket where or rugby where you can hear the fourth official speaking, so you know the thought process behind their decision. It's no one knows what's going on, and then all of a sudden the ref just tells you whether it's you know it's a goal or it's not a goal or it's a free kick. Yeah. It's just—it's just mind. I don't know. I was all for VAR because of how well cricket and rugby had used it. Um,
1: yeah, I was—I was I say was, I as well. I was—I was—I was, but it doesn't. I think this is proving that it doesn't work in every sport. That every sport has got his individuality, and tennis, cricket, rugby. You know, what I mean, it works. It works really well with those. But I, I think I think with football, it. You know what I mean? I just hope. I don't know. I I hope they make the right decision next going forward that they either stop it or it gets fixed and it's used properly.
0: Yeah, it needs to be just adjusted. I think. Yeah, I think they should try and do something with it now in this break. In that they should get the referees together and say, look, it's. Let's have the referees making the decisions by going to the side and looking at the screen, not having the fourth official or fifth official looking at it in a TV studio, taking five minutes and then still getting it wrong. It's like they need to do something about it because people people are getting more and more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Well, things I say.
1: Why not start it in the uh, lower leagues? Why not start it in the championship? Why not? You know what I mean? This is where they should have done it. They should have done it in the, in in competitions or the league, which doesn't have as big impact as it does in the Premier League, so they can roll out all uh, discrepancies and, and just sort it all out, really. You know what I mean? And then it wouldn't have an impact. And if they use it in championship and the FA Cup, then the Premier League teams would get, have a a little bit of an insight of what, what it was like when they, when they played in the FA Cup and it wouldn't be as, as, as big of a hit when it started full-time in the Premier League. But I think they missed a massive trick there for me. That's yeah, for yeah me. I
0: agree. They should have done it from the, the lower leagues up rather than the top down. Yeah. It didn't make that much sense to me, to be honest. Um, the other thing I was going to ask your opinion on, really, um, because I'm still kind of undecided. So during the Champions League match last week, you had um, Ajax and Chelsea were playing. Ajax were winning comfortably, um, and then Chelsea attacked. <clears throat> and as they were breaking towards the area, there was a foul. But um, yeah. the ball broke, and it was an advantage. So the in the from the advantage, then there was a, I think it was a handball, so a penalty was given. Yeah. So the referee went back and booked the initial f- player who made the foul, and it was second yellow card, red card, and then he booked the player who would given away the penalty for his second yellow card. So they had two players sent off in the same phase of play, taking them to nine men, and they conceded a penalty. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to be honest, this is something which I've thought about over the last couple of years, a couple of times. come I thought, oh, what what would happen if you know they kind of play the advantage, and then they go back and they book the both players, they could end up having 2 sendings off. off, um, and then it, but it's never you know it's never happened before, mm-hmm. um, or I've never seen it. Um, and obviously, it changed the game, because not only did Chelsea score the penalty and get back into the game, but they were playing against nine men for a good portion of the second half yeah. to get back into the game. Um, so, I'm kind of interested in what you thought of that, whether you thought it was the right decision, whether you've ever seen it before, and whether you would have been happy if you were a player on the receiving end of that.
1: Yeah, I've never seen it before, so I, and, and to be honest, I was really surprised with the way the referee handled it for me, because you know what I mean, once you i think once you play advantage i don't think you can punish a team twice for the same incident you know what i mean in the, in the same phase of play i, I was surprised that he gave um, both players a yellow card knowing that they're both on a yellow card because and i thought about a different scenario and i thought about um, let's say that i did a tackle which was worthy of a yellow card but the ref played on and then i did another tackle 5 seconds later which is worthy of a yellow card would the referee give me two yellow cards I don't think he would. No. Do you know what I mean? I think he'd give me one yellow card because it was the same phase of play. As a player, so I, I don't think, I don't think he should have done that. I don't think he should have punished the club or the team. Um, you know what I mean? For me, the penalty is the, the punishment. The penalty and the yellow card is the punishment. If that's the yellow card for the penalty, then that's the only thing you should do. And the original one, for me, he's got to get a bit of a respite because. You know what I mean? It's it's setting the precedent now because I don't think that'll ever happen again. And I don't think it'll ever happen again because of what happened in that game. And I think it's such a shame because if it's if that's the rules, it should happen all the time. But it doesn't happen all the time. You know what I mean? Because I think there's, 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 there's certainly been times when yeah. it could have happened and it didn't happen. And you know what I mean? It's just happened that Ajax got punished three times. You know what I mean? You get punished for the penalty. You get punished for the red card for the penalty the second yellow, and you get punished for the uh, the second yellow, for the red, for the lad who's playing advantage. You know what I mean? And for me, that advantage should have been let go um, for that initial initial foul. And, you know what I mean? Because the refs deemed it to be... He knew he knew he was on a yellow card, you see. So he could have easily stopped it and given a red card. Because we've seen the referees making, making uh, rash decisions in the championship about getting the wrong players and this and that, whatever. How long? How long... Could that have been left before the ball went out of play and then potentially would have forgot who, who he'd booked anyway? You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a grey area, I think, another one, another grey area which I think we need to get away from. You know what I mean? The football needs to be the... Um, be the be the be the main focus instead of instead of the referees and you know what I mean. That was a talking point of the game. Instead of the game being one of the best games of football in the Champions League this season, you're talking about a referee's decision. And yes, the referee's decision had an impact on uh, what happened in the result and the way the game was. But IX performance before that. Before that happened, was just impeccable. You know what I mean? They've lost a lot of players, lost all the best players in the world to uh, to Barcelona, to Juventus, and they can still turn up in London and turn over one of the one of the one of the most impressive teams in England at the minute by playing neat, attractive football and creating chances, of scoring goals. And I felt really sorry for them to be fair.
0: Yeah, and that's after they lost at home to Chelsea as well, quite comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. So to come, you know, to, to mentally come and perform like that was a big, uh, you know, a big performance. And um, like to me, I felt could VAR have helped the the ref out a bit and said, look, you know, just book one of them.
1: I don't know. It's,
0: it's, it's a gray could, area, could, isn't it?
1: Could could the fourth official have? Could the fourth official have got involved? He's, they're all mic'd up. They're all talking to each other. The linesmen, they all speak the same same language. Do you know what I mean? They could have easily had a
0: conversation about it.
1: Had a conversation. Just said, um, he's already on. He's already on the yellow. He's already on the yellow. Card. Which one should I book? Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, they're both on the yellow card, you know what I mean? You can't send them both off. It's gotta be the penalty. The penalty's the main focus, you know what I mean? So once you've once you've booked him and then you're gonna you've made the decision to, to book the penalties, you've you've now <laughs> made a rod for your own back and Well when I first saw it, I
0: thought he was gonna take it back to the original foul. When because he, he booked the 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 original foul first. So I thought he was gonna take it back to that and not give the penalty.
1: Which yeah. All right well, well, th- th- there's an argument for you then because that's the original foul so if he's going to send him off that's the free kick go back to that one send that, him yeah, off because
0: that negates cause, so say i fouled you and then as the ball rolls away um two players come in for a challenge because they haven't heard the whistle and one player fouls another it's a dead ball isn't it
1: yeah i agree it's it's so it's it's, it's got it's, it's the first phase of play you know what i mean that, that I'm all for referees playing advantage you know what i mean and, and and frank lampard must have been laughing his head off because he got he got an advantage for the he got an advantage for the free kick um he got a penalty he got a, a yellow card which turned into red he got another yellow card which turned into red he got a goal out of it so he's he's, he's, he's gained five advantages from a referee deciding to play advantage you know what i mean it's just crazy it's, it's ludicrous it's ludicrous but you know what I mean? Chelsea fans weren't complaining and to be fair it made, it made for a, a really good game of football and Chelsea probably should have won it in the end but I'm so glad they didn't because Ajax deserves something from the game, the way that it panned out and you know what I mean? It's, I know we talk about the championship, game, but you know I mean Ajax play the right way, they've got some fantastic young footballers and you know what I mean and, and being up against it and having nine men and, and being rattled by, by what happened, you know what I mean? To, to be able to keep your composure and and see a game out and, and 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 get a result, a positive result. It was, it was really impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, they had to keep it together, didn't they? They could have easily lost their discipline and you know got got their hair off and yeah, just got a bit frustrated. But they they kept it together and they got a point, which you know it's going to be frustrating when you have won a four one. I think at one point, but yeah, refereeing, I, it's the standard of refereeing, I think, has been. Piss poor for a couple of years now, and I yeah, think get, uh, VAR has made it worse.
1: I think, I think for me, it's, it's it's made them lazy. For me, Sai. you know what I mean. I think I think that's the, that's the word I'd use. For me, it's made made referees lazy because if they they know if they make a mistake that someone else is going to get them out of the shit. Do you know what I mean? That someone else is going to be able to to overrule the decision, so it doesn't really matter if they get it right or wrong. Where before they have to be involved in everything, they had to make sure that every decision was the right decision. You know what I mean? I, I've always said, and I've, I've always been an advocate for. For referees, that they're the same as managers and players for me. That they should come out after a game and they should do an interview. 30 minutes after a game, if 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 they were called for for Sky or for whatever for Match of the Day to do an interview to to be questioned about their performance and their decision or a decision in the game, um, then they should have to uh, answer it. And that was that's yeah. that that should have happened. Do you know what I mean? It's managers have to do it, players have to do it. So for me, referees are no different for me.
0: I think, yeah, I think that should have happened years ago as well, because I think managers would be more understanding of decisions being made, if they can understand why a decision's been made. Um, it, particularly if it's you've got these certain referees who are quite arrogant or quite like they won't speak to their the managers or their players. They you know, they're like, Go away from me, don't speak to me and they don't want to explain, you know, why they're making a decision. So that can be quite Agitating for you know managers or clubs or fans or players, so if they're forced to you know ex- answer a few questions, I think that could do a lot to alleviate some frustration with certain decisions. Um, so just before we, uh, well, not long before we started recording, uh, there was some breaking news in the Championship. Cardiff City have parted company with manager Neil Warnock. Uh, he's obviously seventy years old in the final year of his contract. He'd announced at the start of the season that he was leaving. At the end he was retiring at the end of this year. He uh, joined Cardiff City in 2016, October. Um, now look, uh, Neil Warnock's done a fantastic job for Cardiff City, and yeah. I'll be always be eternally grateful for him getting us back, not, not to the Premier League, back in shape, because like, when Russell Slade was in charge, I thought we were going down to League One and beyond um and warner cuz you know he he steadied the ship and not just that he, you know he took us from probably around 14th 15th 16th when he came in and got us promoted and took us up to the premier league um i've got to be honest i think that the the stuff with the thing which happened to sala i felt like that that changed him i don't think he was the same guy after that, as a manager, you know, not for, obviously personally, it affected him greatly. I just felt like he didn't recover from that, um, and you know, Cardiff had a relatively good fight in terms of trying to stay up in the Premier League, but he just didn't look the same manager this year, this season. Um, and I think it was. I think it's the right decision. I think it's the right time for him to go. We said last week that we felt it was getting to that point now where he needs to go because otherwise you've got to write off the whole season, and yeah. it's not even it's not even Christmas yet. You can't be writing off a season now if you're Cardiff City and a club the size of Cardiff City. Um, I felt like um, you said this, you know, when they, right back when I think it was either the first Championship podcast we did or it was the, the in the preview show it might have been that you felt it was a a mistake. To announce that he was retiring at the end of the season, because yeah. he gave, straight away gave the players an excuse. Yeah. Um, what do you think, mate? Do, do you think it's the right time and the right decision?
1: Um, I I said before we came on side. I think um, it takes a big man to walk away from something, from a project and from uh, from a football club. You know what I mean? If it is mutual consent, or he was pushed a little bit, that he still made the decision to go. You know what I mean? And um, and I think he's got a love for the club that. You know what I mean? I, think, I do think it's the right, right time to go because I think he's been in football long enough to know that um, other clubs have brought new managers in and, and the positive impact it's had from other clubs. You look at Stoke City at the weekend, new manager, three points. Millwall have done it. Reading have done it. You know what I mean? So hopefully a a brand new approach um, and the players will, will have to start performing because obviously January windows come around the corner and the last thing you want as a player is, is to not be performing when January comes around because you could find yourself um out of favour, looking for a new club and uh, and really at the bottom of the barrel at a football club really and and players can't afford that to happen. You know, Cardiff aren't are a bad, bad side, they've got a strong squad, they've got good players, they've got a, an excellent fan base, they've got you know what I mean, and, and, and then and the need to really the fans really need to understand the job that Neil Warnock's done. Yeah. Because he's uh He's got he's got bums back on seats, you know what I mean. He wasn't he wasn't the preferred choice when people when when he took over, you know what I mean. It, it wasn't probably my my choice when he took over, but the brand of football wasn't always fantastic. Um, and I think the mistake that he's from 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 a, from a, a, a fan as well as an ex-player, from what I've noticed this year, is the is the, is the club and the team have have tried to play a brand of football this year, and for me, it's been unsuccessful and. Uh, from the way that they got promoted uh, two seasons ago, you know what I mean. That the, the, there wasn't probably a lot of football. They played the Championship way, and the Championship way would probably be dominating games, uh, playing for set pieces, putting the balls in the box, and playing for second balls. And I, I'm seeing them trying to play a little bit more football. And sometimes the teams in the Championship don't need to play football to get results. And you know what I mean? It's about winning the battles and and, and getting balls in dangerous areas and and giving the balls to the people who who can who can who can hurt you and. Um, and at the minute, other teams are hurting Cardiff City more than more than Cardiff are hurting them. And it, yeah, I was I was that was gutted today when when you texted me and told me, straight on Twitter and had a look and, and I yeah I was gutted because um, I've got time for Neil. I've, I've you know what I mean. I respect for him as a manager over the years. I've played against him. You know what I mean. Never been fortunate to play for him, but I spoke to him on on a number of times about just about life in general and about futures and playing days and and stuff. And I've I've, I've got time for the man. and you know what I mean? he will be hurting tonight. You know what I mean? But sometimes it can it can be a re- bit of a relief. You know what I mean? That you know what I mean? People on social media are asking, "Is he going to go for this job? Is he going to go for that job?" You know what I mean? He was he was retiring anyway. So will he will he will he risk his reputation now for the last for the last couple of months to to, to, to scrape around looking for a job? I'd be very surprised if he does. You know what I mean? I think he's he's done himself proud for me, and, and he's and he's walked away with his head head held high and left Cardiff sitting mid table. With still a chance to progress this season and he's left him with enough time for, for someone to have a positive impact. So for me, I think it's it's gotta be win-win for Cardiff City and for and for all the fans and the players.
0: Yeah, um, it's my like my understanding that he quite enjoys doing the um, like the stuff on Talk Sport. Um, yeah. I know he did a lot of stuff doing the Breakfast Show with Alan Brazil and he's you know, done like the kickoff shows and stuff where they're previewing games. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, just do that for the rest of this year. But you know, people forget. Like he's, you know, he's seventy. Like seventies yeah, is, you know, is, is old. Like without being disrespectful or rude, yeah. like it's, you know, to be working full time at that age is, is a big ask, especially in a stressful environment. Um. So we, uh, what? Well, before I go into the potential replacements, my one concern from a club's point of view is that I believe they're going to try and get. A, for lack of a better term a penny pincher um, someone who's going to wheel and deal and not give him too much money which is the mistake they made with Russell Slade in that they brought in a guy who signed a load of League One players who didn't want to you know, basically cut all the contracts down to the very lowest they could be and they paid for it uh, and he was a bit of a yes man And I I just hope that they don't make that mistake again after the success of Warnock, thinking that, you know, they can just bring in any old person. Um, Because there's some decent managers about, you know. Um, I threw together, like, a quick quick list of potential replacements. You know, just I asked you and I asked um, some people, like, on Twitter and stuff. So the names that I sort of came up with in a very short space of time, and I know some people won't agree with these, but it was just a quick uh, quick thing with people I've seen linked. So you've got um, Craig Bellamy, who I believe is currently working with uh, Anderlecht, is it, with the uh, com- company? Yeah. He's yeah. hometown boy. Very, very passionate and explosive. But he, um, he'd also expect very high standards day in, day out, training, games, everything. Um, and I think I said to you a couple of weeks ago, that's good in that, you know, that's what clubs kind of side should expect, but I'm not sure some of those players would be up to it, um, whether it's technically or mentally, or I'm just unsure where how it would what sort of reaction he would get. Um, yeah. And I also think if you're going to give it to Craig Bellamy, you've got to give him three to five years, he's got to be allowed to improve the academy all the way up to the first team and implement his own vision of what he wants to. Do and how he wants to play football. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So I tell you what, we'll go through them individually, and then, rather than me listing them all off, so you have got Bellamy as the first one. What do you reckon? Um,
1: I uh, my only issue with with and that's probably reading up a little bit on uh, on the allegations about what happened yeah. with the youth team. You know what I mean? And that's my only concern now is if if he'd have left Cardiff City and gone over to Belgium, he'd be come back tomorrow you know what I mean, but there's going to be potentially something what's going to hold back and if that's, you know what I mean, he's obviously, like you said, he's, he's he's high standards and that's high standards of himself as well and he'll think or he'll know that he didn't do anything wrong if that's the case and, you know what I mean, but the decision was made by somebody to get to get rid of him at that football club and if that person's still there uh, when he does, if he does come back then, then that's up to, then that, that's up to them to sort out, you know what I mean, it's going to be mm. a big, it's going to be a big decision, big decision to make for everybody but, you know what I mean? It's got to be, but it's got to be the right, 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 one for the football club. It's got to be the right decision to made for the football club. You know what I mean? It's got to be. It's got to be sorted out, and it's got to be. It's got to be done for um, for the best of the club.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, it'd be a big first job for him as well. Um, I can see the benefits, but I can see the negatives, you know, to yeah. him as well. But then um, there's no,
1: but there's no better time side for this to happen. Do you know what I mean? Because if it doesn't happen now for Craig Bellamy, I don't think it will happen. You know what I mean? Regardless of people say that it can happen in the future. This for me is, is a perfect time for it to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? And is it worth a punt? I, I think it probably is worth a punt. And I think it's worth a punt from both sides and and uh, and I, even even if even if it was a, a, on a trial basis for the rest of the season to see how we did for the rest of the season with a with a view of a, a longer term contract, I think it would I think it would excite the supporters and then see a, a different brand of and towards the end of the season see how, how things are working out because let's be honest I, I don't think that stuff, the players on, in the squad can perform as a group any worse than they are now you know no. what I mean as, as in league table wise so for me I think uh, I think the only way is up for whoever takes over and I think uh, so whoever takes over I think is, is in a really good position really really good position.
0: Yeah, it could be a good shock to give it to him to the end of the season, see how he does, and if he does, you know, exceptionally well or he does very well, you give him that three to five years to, you know, implement his vision for the club or whatever it may be, um, and get some experience in there, you know, working around him. Um, so uh, the next one on the list was uh, Carl Robinson, uh, obviously a Welshman who's uh, he plays a very attractive brand of football. He had a great record with MK Dons. Uh, he had a stint at Charlton before his current job at Oxford. Um, not for me, as as much as I do, I really used to enjoy watching him, uh, the football he played for, uh, particularly for MK Dons. Um, and I do long to see Cardiff play some decent football. Um, he wouldn't be uh, my first choice. He'd be on the bottom bottom of my little shortlist. Anyway,
1: yeah, I, I think I think there's a I think there's a, a whole range of managers for me who who I think would be approached before before Carl unfortunately and i'm not that's no disrespectful disrespectful to anybody who's was available at the time I think you know what I mean you, you said it earlier about about the the appointment needs to be right and and for um, the not go down the cheap option I think yeah. that would be the that cheap option and you know what I mean because I think it's about having high standards and there's some big name there's some big name um, managers out there uh, you know what I mean you look at the the impact, for example, Slavin Bilic has had at West Bromwich Albion. You know what yeah. I mean. So, they went down a route of right. We need to make a big statement this season. We need to go for the biggest manager we can get. Who's a, who's available? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So, and then, and the, but then you look at the other, uh, the other side of it. Middlesbrough. You know what I mean. They could have made a statement and gone down the Jokanovic route, but they didn't. They went down the the homegrown, unexperienced um, route and. Look where they look where they currently are, and you know what I mean. Sometimes, the, sometimes it, it's it's important to get the get the recruitment right, and that's on and off the pitch. You know what I mean, and and uh, so I think this next appointment's huge, huge. So um, on the
0: on the, the sort of the route of a bigger name, um, we've just seen Michael O'Neill go into Stoke, leaving yeah. his Northern Ireland job after the playoff if they get there and the qualifiers. Yeah. Um, Obviously the Welsh team have got two qualifiers this week and then they've got potentially a playoff. Ryan Giggs is there and waiting. I I think any you know, it's it's undeniable that he is waiting for a club job. He took the Welsh job to do exactly what Mark Hughes did in he wanted to get experience in managing a football team yeah. at a good level so that he could then move into club football he's obviously he's Welsh he's born in Cardiff yeah. um i think Cardiff fans m- the majority of Cardiff fans will not want him i think the majority of Welsh fans outside of Cardiff will want him to go to Cardiff because i don't think he's particularly popular i think i'm in the minority um in that i wouldn't be devastated if he got the job for Cardiff um he wouldn't be my first choice either but equally I like the what the job that he's done with the young Welsh players, and I think I'd quite like to see him stay on with Wales and finish that job of bringing those young Welsh lads through, because there's a lot of talent in that in underneath the first team in the Welsh uh, system that you know, with the right guidance, could be something special. But yeah. that's just my opinion.
1: Uh, oh, I'm a I'm a big Ryan fan, so you know what I mean. It, I would love, um, I would love him to be Cardiff kind of City manager. I'll be honest, uh, you know, what I mean, it would excite me. He would, um, he would go bring in some very good football. His, his contacts around the game are, are huge, you know what I mean. So you know, he could ring any manager up in the Premier League and get and get those kind of um, players on the fringes of the Premier League teams, and you know what I mean. And uh, it, I think he potentially could take that football club to the next level. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a cheap option. I think long term it would be quite an expensive option because I think his high standards of his playing days would mean that he'd want to work with a, a certain brand of player. Um but so be it. You know what I mean? Cardiff do spend money, you know what I mean? they the 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 bought Glatzel this season, they've bought Aidan Flint, you know what I mean? They spent a little well a decent chunk decent chunk of money, not not the same level of of, of the the Fulhams and the Bristol Cities, etc. But you know, what I mean, I think there's there's still a lot, a lot of money in the coffers, but it's got to be spent by the right manager. And I think I think with Neil stepping down today, um, I think it gives the manager a bit of time to look at uh, his squad. And come January the first, um, you'll see some uh, some new signings brought in. And for example, you look at you said there about young young Wells players. If if Ryan Giggs took over, um, you could probably see. Ampadu walked through the door on January the first as a as a first signing. You know what I mean. So he could bring in the exciting Welsh players. You know what I mean with him, and and that's with some international players as well. And I just think he could attract. You know what I mean. I, I was at Middlesbrough, and very fortunate to be at Middlesbrough when Brian Robson was there, and Brian Robson's biggest trait for me was he could attract the best players in the world, and, and Ryan Giggs could do that as well. You know what I mean because he's 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 just an icon of football, and you know what I mean. I know he's had. He's had his issues, and he's had uh, he's had certain things happening, and obviously there's, there's certain parts of of uh, of of probably Wales who who, who who don't want him or don't want him part of this football club or that football club or, or part of the national team. But you know, what I mean, would would he be a benef- would he be a benefit for Cardiff City? Yes, he would, I think. You know, what I mean, so for me, I think it'd be a another no-brainer. But you know, what I mean, it's, it would excite me if I see the, the the news tomorrow. I would, I would, it would really excite me.
0: Yeah, I agree. I am um... The one but, thing not, I would...
1: But not side to do two, two roles. It would be one role. Yeah. And the other role. Yeah, well, all. he'd have to do what
0: uh, Michael yeah, O'Neill... Yeah, Michael O'Neill... Finish seeing, off his qualifier. Yeah, and... out, know, yeah. Yeah, because
1: it's, it's, it's important. You know what I mean? It's a full-time job. You know what I mean? They're both hmm. full-time jobs. So, you can't do full-time jobs part-time.
0: Yeah, I think my one concern, or maybe not my concern, I wonder whether Vincent Tan and uh, Dalman's... Uh, concern would be what happened with Solskjaer and whether they would consider them, you know, a similar kind of uh, you know, level and yeah, yeah. experience and stuff and whether they would worry about getting their fingers burnt again. But you know, I don't know about that. Um so next up we got that's a rock. So we got suggested by uh, at Nye Brownie uh, Gareth Ainsworth, which I thought was a a really good shout, an interesting one. One of my favourite Cardiff
1: City wingers of all time. Uh, yeah, on, out, outside outside the box, you know what I mean. He's he's earned the stripes at Wickham, you know what I mean. So, you know what I mean. But that, and this isn't me sounding disrespectful to Gareth, you know what I mean. I know Gareth really well, you know what I mean. He was a teammate of mine and a good lad. He's a good player, a very good player. Uh, and obviously a very good manager, but would that be seen as a, another cheap option? Because mm. the players that he's worked with and the players that he could probably uh, attract would be uh, would be not currently at the championship level. You know what I mean? That uh, I spoke about. We spoke about uh, the Cowley brothers, didn't we? You know what I mean about the the, the job, they, the, the the good job they're doing. They're doing a very good job. You know what I mean? And and they've turned that football club around. But it's a long term project, and I don't see Cardiff as a long term long term project. You know what I mean? Cardiff are where they are and they could easily shoot back up that league but they need the right person to, to work with those players you know what I mean and and if somebody came in who's not used to working with that kind that calibre of player you know what I mean might be out of their depth a little bit you know what I mean and we've seen some managers in the championship who are out the depth as managers and because they're not used to working with the kind of players and the egos and uh, and this player and that player and, and and it's it's not an easy job you know what I mean? it's not an easy job managing players you know what I mean? I've been a player myself and I've been I know imagine imagine me managing me you know I mean I was a nightmare you know I was a nightmare so imagine thirty five of me you know what I mean it's just it's just it, it's hard work you know so it's it's the, the club's got a huge a huge job on the hand getting getting the recruitment right now, and that that have started tonight tomorrow you know what I mean and uh but. They need it in place soon because, for me, the sooner they get it done and they get it over the line, they, they can work with the players. Because this international break now is, uh, is probably the best possible time. We said this um, when other teams have done it. That why why did they not hire a manager when you've got two weeks off? Why did you wait for three days before the fir- for the next game? You know what I mean? Do it now. Do it now before the weekend, so someone can have a week's training and get somebody ready for um, for the next game instead of instead of instead of waiting for the Friday before the. For the next game and, and, and having thirty six hours with the players and, and and that being the excuse of why they haven't won. You know that just drives me mad that I just don't get it. You know what I mean? The football club's a business. You know, what I mean you wouldn't do it in any any other in any other business, so why football's no different.
0: No, no, you're right. Um, Gareth Ainsworth's been at uh, Wickham since two thousand and twelve. So I mean, you know, he's obviously doing something right to keep his job for that long.
1: Yeah.
0: Not many managers do keep their job for that long. No um, so the last two on our list are Lee Boyer and Chris Houghton.
1: Um, like Lee Boyer you know what I mean. For me, manager of the year so far. I think he's had a great season. But um, would he would he would he see that as a sideward step? I'm biased, obviously, you're biased as well. And you know what I mean. I see it as a, as a step up. You know what I mean? Because he's moving to a, a bigger football club, higher expectations. You know what I mean? Bigger fan base. Um, but you know what I mean. The way that he's he's pushing. Uh, Charlton Athletic, you know what I mean. That maybe people will see that as a um, as a step or or a negative move for him as his, as is his career. But I, I'd I'd love him. I'd love him. But Cardiff City, I think his his passion, his his ideas, his tactics, his his football awareness, and just the way that he's handled himself this season is is excellent for me.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the last time Cardiff City had a manager who change their shape and their tactics depending on the opponent. Uh, yeah. So he, he does excite me. However, I think it would be very difficult to pry him away from Charlton. I yeah, get yeah. the impression that the only way he would leave Charlton is to go to Leeds, I've got to be honest. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Chris and Hewton? Chris Hewton, uh, if you're looking for experience and you're looking for somebody who's who's been there, done it, wore the T-shirt, got promoted, been in the Premier League... You know what I mean? He t- he takes all those boxes for me. So you know what I mean. It, it's it would be uh, it wouldn't surprise me if 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 they went down the experience route. You know what I mean? And not as experienced as as as, as obviously the manager who just left. But you know what I mean? Chris has been there. He's 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 wore his stripes. He's he's been a coach and assistant manager. He's he's done really well. I thought he was unlucky to lose his job at Brighton. To be fair, I thought he did a great job there, and and he played a, an attacking brand of football and had some exciting players and. You know what I mean? He obviously knows, knows, knows the league really well as well. So, um, you know what I mean. The, the names that we've said. You know what I mean? And there's more out there, by the way. You've got, kind of it, you have got your who was at, it was at Fulham. You know what I mean? These kind of play, these kind of managers. You know what I mean? They're gonna there's exciting people around. So, whoever the the board and the, and the and the owners decide to bring in, it's going to be an exciting time because the football club can hopefully go to the next level and stay stay where they need to be and where they deserve to be. In my eyes, and that's the Premier League.
0: Indeed, yeah. Um, so let's move on to the football. We've uh, we've spent a little bit longer than normal on the uh, the any other business, but that's mainly because obviously this was breaking news just before. So let's start with Cardiff, seeing as we're talking about them already, and we'll just quickly go through their game. Uh, obviously, it's another derby and another loss. Uh, yeah, they lost one 0 to Bristol. Uh, you take it away, mate. because I yeah. Not,
1: well, another another busy. another another derby game and another defeat and. I, w- I, w- I will say though from the- from the Swansea game, which I, I came into the game a little bit worried because because of the performance against against the Swans and and how all over the players at-, at times they were against Birmingham defensively. But I thought they were much better. I thought they were much better. I thought I thought they went in- they went into that game with it a- with a- with a derby mentality. I thought they were they were up for a little bit. You know what I mean? Obviously they had um, a few players missing, which obviously didn't help at all. Um, with the way that they wanted to play, you know what I mean, with, obviously, Joe got his hat trick the week before, uh, no gratzel, you know, so it's, it's it, it can obviously have a ne- negative impact on, on, on the way that you're playing, I thought they were, they were a lot better, I thought Junior Hoyle in the first half was was electric, taking people on, his, his shot will hit the crossbar, you know, it's fine margins, side, we spoke about this before, before we came on air, that um, uh, Baguna hitting the bar as well, you know what I mean, and it's fine margins between those two going in, and the settling the crowd down, the players being able to settle down, and, those two go win Cardiff win one nil. That Neil Warnock's still a manager at Cardiff City. You know what I mean that's the fine margins for me of the of the, of the season. But you know I mean? you can't take anything away from Bristol City. I thought defensively at times, I thought they defended really well. I thought they threw the body in, in front of things, which which is Ashley, Ashley Williams all over. You know, I mean? you know that they've been all over the place at times over the last few weeks. Bristol City and Lee Johnson's um, team have been very very inconsistent. But um, I thought the goal from Brownell was. Was superbly hit, you know what I mean. I thought when I watched it the first time, I thought it took a, a massive deflection. I think it did take a nick, but you know what I mean. I thought it was it probably would have gone in anyway. You know what I mean. I thought it was a very good strike, and it's just for me, it's the it's the fine margins of games, and you know, what I mean, once that once that goal went in, I didn't really see Cardiff getting back into it. And I was just seeing the confidence grow. Um, um sorry, deteriorate TV it from the from the players, the groans from the fans, and. It was disappointing, and you know what I mean. I think probably looking back now, you probably could see the manager leaving this week after the game on on, on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday lunchtime, because of because of the way that the, the, the club's going at the minute, and just the fortunes need to change. And if that's a new manager coming in, and um, and the players have a different mentality, then 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 that's the best thing for the football club because you know I mean? we can't afford to to keep losing these big games against rivals and uh, and still expect to be up there fighting for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, spot on the. Um... I mean, what have we said about Cardiff's wingers all season, about their, yeah. you know, on their, on their day, they're great, but they're inconsistent. Yeah. Nathaniel Mendes-Lang last week, I gave him, he was one of my two for two because he, yeah. he looked back to his best and then Sunday, he's dreadful. And it's yeah, like, know. you know, what, what can you do with that? He, you know, Sunday, he couldn't beat a man, couldn't get a cross in. Yeah. Just as a manager, I'm not sure what Warnock was supposed to do. Because he could never get any combination of those wingers to play more than two games well at a time.
1: No. I, 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 and, and that's part of me, side, what feels sorry for. um feel sorry for the manager, you know what I mean? Because he's he's, he's putting these players out, expecting them to go and perform. And you know what I mean? You just name one there, Mendes Lang, you know what I mean? Junior Hoyler, you know what I mean? You've got Murphy, uh, you've, got, you've got Gavin White, you know what I mean? You've got Jimmy, you've got Patterson, sorry, You've got um, Bogle, Murphy. you've got Murphy, you've got you've got all these players, all these attacking players. Lee Tomlin, you know what I mean? That, that how on earth can they all not play well at the same time, or some of them not play well at the same time? At the minute we're having all these players underperforming at the same time, and it's such a it's such a shame because you know what I mean. We've got so much talent on that pitch on 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 Saturday lunchtime, and it's a cat's whiskers away from from being a, a good result, good performance. But then after the game it's, it's a terrible result against uh, on the day an and average side
0: so yeah I think um, I thought Bristol I didn't think they were that great um, no, no, it was not. a very good goal I thought Ashley Williams was good um, but he's always up, you know he's always bang up for it when he plays against Cardiff City whether he's played yeah. it for Everton or he's played for Swansea he's always up for it. and yeah. he, you know he, he gets a bit of grief and there we go um the only person the only card of, the only card of player who I thought was excellent was uh Pac. I thought he was very, very good. Yeah, um, well
1: I, I expect I expected that side with it with the Bristol City, you know what I mean? He got stuck in, he was winning his battles, he, he looked like he, he looked like a proper derby for him.
0: Oh, and um I thought Nelson was pretty good as well, actually. I don't yeah, tell a yeah. lie. Um the rest I thought were okay. Um I, I had a good first half. Um the only third thing i'll say about that game is uh, i heard uh, johnson on uh, talk sport after in the afternoon yesterday uh, and he had a bit of a moan about it wasn't even a moan it was like uh, oh i've had loads of injuries it's been really difficult kind of like i was looking for my violin a bit and then um, you know bristol have got one of the biggest squads and they, i think they have got the biggest squad in the championship not just the biggest squad but they've spent an absolute fortune, like yeah. Premier League amounts of money. So to to hear him kind of going on about injuries and stuff didn't really sit right with me. However, maybe I was a bit you know a bit sour from losing the game. I don't know, but you know we've said all season that Bristol have got the squad and they've spent the money. They've got to go up because if they don't go up, they I think they're in trouble because of the amount they yeah. have spent.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, and you know what i mean that 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 for me smells of a manager who's under pressure who, uh, who you know what i mean who's, who's looking for excuses if the if the next result's not on the corner you know what i mean that uh, yeah you can't be you know what i mean he's he spent a lot of money he's got a big squad he's you know what i mean he's 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 brought players in and you bring players in in case you get injuries and injuries are part and parcel of of a season you know what i mean so 'cause that's like since if when all in players are back that they should win the league so they, they should win every single game so now he's, if he's that, that's what he's saying when, he, when his players are fit they should win every single game and obviously every single football fan and every single manager expects your team to win but expecting and winning are just two two separate things and you know what I mean it's um, for me it's, it's a little bit of arrogance as well I, you know what I mean I, I'm not a big fan of, of, of the way he goes around at times and some, some of the things he says but you know what I mean I don't know if that's a Bristol City thing or what but um, you know what I mean I, if uh, if somebody told me that Lee Johnson was going to be Cardiff City Manager I wouldn't be very impressed to say that
0: no no me neither he can <laughs> yeah so um, I just wanted to add as well before anyone uh, has a little bit of a moan and says oh you've done Cardiff in the top three games for the last three weeks in a row uh, you, you guys vote for the games the top three featured yeah. games I put it out every Saturday night or Sunday morning um, and you guys vote for it and we talk about it so if you don't Uh, You know, like all my mates are pretty much Cardiff fans or the majority of my followers and Cardiff fans on my personal account are Cardiff fans. A lot of the people who then follow the Ace Podcast Nation account through that account are Cardiff fans. Obviously, a lot of Andy's mates and followers are either Cardiff or Borough fans. So if you'd like us to talk about your team more, vote, share, tell your friends to vote and share and then your team will be featured in the top three games. Yep. Um, and that's it. Otherwise, it's just going to be Cardiff every week, I would have thought. Yep. But there we go. We spent a, a lot longer on Cardiff this week. Uh, so, for any new, new listeners, we don't normally talk about Cardiff. This no, week. Uh, no. It's, it's just the breaking news. Happened. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, let's move away from Wales for a bit, and uh, let's go to uh, Nottingham for a little trip. So, the Forest 1-0
1: nil. Um, another Derby. Um, obviously a local derby there. And to be fair, it's been a derby, Derby count I thought it was started excellently well. Um, should have gone ahead. Um, Lawrence was unlucky not to um not to score. I had a great strike there by the goalkeeper. And then then for me it was a Sami obi show. I thought he was absolutely out of this world. I thought uh, some of the some of the trickery from out wide, he he had a couple of long range shots, um, which tested the goalkeeper a good few times in the first half and then Second half, he just continued to do it. He was just causing every wave after wave after wave of attack. And he um, and was just causing problems. But at the same time, I thought I thought there was not going to be a goal in the game. I thought with all these good players on, on, on the pitch, there was um, there was just not going to be a goal. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And young uh, young Bogle for um, for Derby just decided to inexplicably just pass the ball back. And the one person you don't want to pass the ball back to is Lewis Grabbingham. He didn't think twice, you know. What I mean, I thought he was really quiet in in the game, and you can't give a player that quality chances like that. And once that was in the net, I didn't really see Derby getting back into it. But you know, what I mean, they probably could have done um, later on. You know, what I mean, they had a couple of couple of couple of chances, and um, and probably got got level. One thing I will say, to finish, that I thought Tom Lawrence was a very lucky boy to stay on that pitch. He did uh, he did a shocking tackle. Um, you know, what I mean, he. And it, I, I, I've been there. That. You go into a tackle as a forward player, and you and you and you think that you're going to get hurt, and so you defend yourself with your, with your studs showing, or you go over a little bit of the ball just to try and protect yourself. But when the when the other defender or the other player doesn't go into the ball at all, like the defender didn't, it just looked horrendous. And you know, I mean, I thought the referee missed a, a stonewall red card there, and it was a little bit naughty. And I I'm not all for the, uh, retribution and, and, him, and him getting banned retrospectively later on because the referee gave me a yellow card, so he's seen it didn't think Perfect. it was bad. Yep. So he's been he's been been done, sorted out now, but I thought and, and I th- bet he thought when the referee came over that um oh, I'm gonna get a ready and 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 if he'd been if he'd been given a ready it would have been thoroughly deserved. But it was an entertaining game, I, you know, I mean Derby are hit and miss, you know what I mean? The they beat Middlesbrough um last week. Um I think away from home Derby are just disgusting. You know what I mean? At home they're all right in the in the winning games, but away from home they can't seem to hit the barn door, they, they don't create chances and you know what I mean? It'd be interesting if um, Mr. Rooney, when he does finally arrive, if he can change their fortunes in uh, away from home and give them that little bit of an extra drive and, and confidence. But you know what I mean? They're just it's it's like it's like the managers getting them to play an overplay in areas that you shouldn't be playing. You know what I mean? That I don't blame the defender for playing out from the back from the from, from the goal kick for the giving the goal away because he's he's obviously told to do it. You know what I mean? And if he's been telling if he's been told to do it by the manager. The manager's got to take responsibility. Don't be don't be coming out publicly and slating your players for, for doing bad passes because you're asking them to play a, a difficult way of playing in the championship. That's a, it's you know what I mean, with that with a high press that the Forrest used. You know what I mean? You're setting yourself up for a massive fall and you know what I mean. But overall I think Forrest deserved the three points and it was a big three points which which Forrest needed, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I um Derby away. To, uh, to use one of my favourite phrases, uh, is piss-poor, mate. Real piss-poor. Yeah. Real bad. um I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, yeah. Tom Lawrence, I'll speak a bit about a bit more uh, in a bit. um, But yeah, we've talked about, I would say, on at least four or five different episodes about Derby County and Koku trying to play a certain way from the back and asking players who... I think earlier in the season we were just—he was asking Keo to do it a lot, yeah. and Keo was struggling with it to, yeah, yeah. to pass out from the back. And then you got this young this young lad who's playing right back. He's played it across the face of goal. And it's cost him the game. Yeah. So the manager has got to take responsibility for that. I haven't seen his comments for after the game. Did he slate him
1: for it? Um, he didn't slate him, but you know what I mean. He 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 he, he more or less just 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 said obviously it was a mistake but it's 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 not a mistake if you ask him to do it you know what i mean he's a young boy you know what i mean he's 18 years old following instructions not, you know what i mean he's he's in the, into the sea as well you know what i mean because it's 0-0 if that's 5-0 side you do it and you take a risk and you and you do it when you you know what i mean to do it at 0-0 in the derby game when forest are pressing for a goal and sammy amiobi's pressing and you've got jolly pressing and you've got grabbing and you've got yeah it's, you can't you can't be making these kind of mistakes and these kind of errors. And You know what I mean? The goalkeeper. Just kick the goal kick upfield up, up and, and take pressure off your back four. You know what I mean? It's just it's rid- absolutely ridiculous. I just don't get it. Because teams, teams, teams watch though, Man City, Liverpool and they think they can all do it now. Yeah. That's what I meant.
0: But it is the thing though, mate. Is if Bogle sends it up the line or if the keeper sends it long and then the manager's going to be on their back for not following his instructions... Yeah yeah so they've got it especially maybe not so much the keeper maybe the keeper you know he should be doing it but Bogle is a young boy you know he's got to, he's got to do what the manager tells him whether he yeah. agrees agrees with it or not he's got to show a good attitude he's got to show the right attitude by following instructions from the coaching staff I you, totally you know, agree I totally he, you know, he could have he could uh you know he could implement it better or he could do it better but you know if he's getting told to do it he's getting told to do it
1: exactly
0: exactly I think as I
1: say I, I, I look at this and I think so in training you try and replicate these things so the, the 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 things that could happen in the game so the goalkeeper's got the ball for a goal kick you know what I mean the, the full back wants the ball you know what I mean should the goalkeeper give him the ball if he's got a man on him no, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? So you, you, you work on things. So you work on giving him the ball under pressure. But if he's going to be under pressure, you don't give him the ball because all he's got is a pass back to you or he's got to kick it up upfield, up rushed upfield, where you can take your time and, and put it upfield with a bit of quality and a bit of finesse and, and hit the target where you want to hit. You know what I mean? So sometimes I just think you can't replicate these kind of things in training because, you know what I mean, they don't know what, what, what Forrest's tactics were. If Forrest had been watching Derby, they will let them have it, and then all of a sudden they're going to pounce straight away and scare them into something. You know what I mean, and scare them yeah. into a mistake. And that's exactly what happened. And just anybody wait. who's anybody who's watched Derby this year, um, travel. You know what I mean? That geez, just let them have the ball. Let them have the ball. We will give you the ball back, and you'll absolutely batter them by the end of the game. You know what I mean? You'll comfortably win. You know what I mean? And I'm not surprised at all that 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 they're really struggling in the league because of the the, the way that they're. They saw chalk and cheese home and away. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's a worrying sign. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a sign of a, like a, a, a redding of old and a wigging inside. You know what I mean? Normally, Derby County, they'll be strong away from home. And they'll get a couple of goals. But the, this season, they just look like a just so out of sorts. And it's just all over the place.
0: Well, if you were playing Derby, mate, you just literally let them have the ball from a goal kick. You drop drop deep. And then as soon as they play that pass from the keeper to the defender, you'd be you'd press in numbers every time. Straight away, yeah. Yeah, It's, it's pathetic, mate. Rooney to take over, mate, I'm telling you. I said yeah. it I've been saying yeah. it now for weeks.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Christmas time. Wait, Waza will be yeah.
1: Uh, or Rooney at Cardiff.
0: Play a couch. No, you piss right <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: bring
0: a bring a drinking culture with him, would <laughs> Yeah. So no, I think um, I do think he'll take. He'll be player coach by the end
1: of. the no, season. definitely. He definitely. by the contract. end of
0: Christmas, probably.
1: He signed a contract, so he's there. He's 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 there. He's just you know, I just I just don't get the hold up because he he hasn't he hasn't played now for the last three weeks, isn't it? Three weeks because they got knocked out of the playoffs, so mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me. This, you know, what I mean, because he's now in his off Does season. you have to
0: wait till the window opens though?
1: Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think so. I think he has to, yeah. Unless well, is I'm, he.
0: I'm, Technically, is he un- like unemployed now? I suppose it depends when his contract runs out, does not
1: it? He could. I'm sure there must be a loophole, mustn't there? If he becomes a free agent, but maybe his he... contract goes to the end of the
0: season in yeah. America, because I know they went out of the playoffs, but the season
1: hasn't finished yet. Ever? Or would you go there? Would you go there and would you coach for six weeks, knowing that you're going there anyway? Because if you're going there as a coach. Get to know there. the boys getting another boys learn some get some experience you know what i mean who knows the manager's job might come available so who knows yeah. you know so you know what i mean it's 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 it's, it's, it's a it's a fine detail size isn't it it's a it's yeah. fine margins and you know what i mean you can only you can only gain experience by doing the job yeah so, well
0: and that's what me and you would do but you know he's having a whale of a time in Magaloo for the moment isn't i
1: well <laughs> wherever he is well he has been on holiday one cuz it's, it's the end of the season you know what i mean and i just think I just think sometimes it's priorities and it? it's priorities, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know. When you, if my team's struggling, I'd probably think, Do you know what, I'm going to go and try and help them out and help them mm. score goals or help, advise or stand in the dugout and give some advice before the players go out. You know, I don't know, you know what I mean? But that's everyone's different, I suppose. Indeed, they are. So,
0: um, yeah, derby away rubbish. it out. I know. Uh, next up, the high flying. Hotly tipped by this show, Preston three,
1: Huddersfield <laughs> one. Uh, at, at, the, at the start of the season, side this was an absolute. This was probably one of the games that I was dreading. So for this to be a featured game is,
0: is just like an unbelievable.
1: Yeah, like just at the bottom of the league, Preston were getting relegated. You know what I mean? So ah, oh, listen, Preston have Alex Neal. And they've had a bit of a bit of a tough week as well because obviously Alex Neil was was linked with Stoke City and you know what I mean. He was allegedly allegedly approached and you know what I mean. A little bit of turmoil. They complained, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, but I, I think it was only a phone call. So I think I think I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to well, come. Phone the call. calls are all right, think. Phone calls are all right. it's just not? <laughs> just not allowed to do WhatsApps or? Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. What, I don't know. No emails. Yeah, I don't know what it is because no paper trail is there? <laughs> Um Prestoner, uh, our the the. the they keep surprising me but but when I watch them and when I see the highlights of the game I don't know why I'm surprised because the way they attack side, there's probably I don't think I've seen a better side in the championship attacking apart from probably West Brom and Leeds when they play their, their best side in, in, mm. in, in, in patches of games because um, I thought Gallagher was absolutely outstanding you know I mean the game started really early with uh, uh, with, a, with, a, with a great free kick from Gallagher hits a post and Stockley was there to head it in on the line Preston they're surprising me with the way they play. You know what I mean? They play football for one minute and then they go direct the next minute and then they can they can get go back to playing football and that. I, I just love that they can mix it up a little bit and that. I think that was my point at the start of the, start of the show that that's where Cardiff are getting things wrong. They haven't got um, a style of football. You know what I mean? They're, they're trying to do one badly instead of just focusing on one or focusing on what they're good at. You know what I mean? and and uh Preston have just got it they've just got a spot on at the minute, you know what I mean? Gallagher's playing out of his skin. Um, you've got other players um just just, just attacking. Brown finished brilliantly from across, you know what I mean? You've got your wide men joining him with goals. Um I thought Gallagher's penalty was absolutely outstanding by the way, you know what I mean? I thought the way he took it that he I've never seen that before, that he he turned his back on the ball, he had three steps towards away from the ball, turned round, and he obviously knew where he was gonna put it and just thought it was just a genius penalty, but it just shows the confidence of the, of the players, you know what I mean? And this is a this is a Huddersfield team who's in form, playing well, new manager, turned the fortunes round, you know what I mean? Who, who didn't play badly in the game by the way and had a couple of chances themselves and uh, Bakuna came on against God. You know, I don't know what that boy's got to do without without getting a start, poor lad. You know what I mean? We've spoke about him on the show before. He's he's been your one of your ups before and you know what I mean we spoke about his handball uh, his is um is is coming off the bench, but you know what I mean. He's he's obviously an impact player, and the manager sees him as that. But you know, Huddersfield, th- will be back. I'm sure where they'll they'll pick up a lot more points. But you know, I'm impressed mean? at the minute. They're untouchable at home, and you know, what I mean, it'll take a good side to go there and turn them over.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's you know, like you say, Huddersfield, seven games unbeaten. They uh, they were on a good run. They've been yeah. playing good football. They've been doing really well. And for the you know for Preston to turn him over relatively comfortable is uh' is impressive but yeah. like you say they've been impressive all season uh, Gallagher has been superb i he's really really he impressed me this year um who's the mid i'm trying to think of the midfielder there's a midfielder um who i thought was outstanding uh but I can't pronounce his name barrackhuen. Because yeah, Tom Baracus, and I thought he was yeah. so good.
1: Yeah, excellent. It just he just drives, create, makes things happen, scores goals as well. He was unlucky not to score the weekend as well. Obviously, Johnson's been scoring goals regular. You know what I mean? So the mixing upside, you know, these I mean? different people scoring, and I think that that helps. You know what I mean? When you've got um, teams who, who rely a little bit on um, on the same goal scorers, and, mm-hmm. and on 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 Saturday, it's like it's different people. You know what I mean? Different people joining in, helping out, and you know, it's a sign of a good side that.
0: Here's a question for you, quick, very, very quickly. Um, do you think if Cardiff offered the the other Cowley a managerial position, he would take it?
1: No. No, I think they. Uh, I think they work as a pair. I think they always have. I think they've they've come through uh, football life together, and I think they I think the bounce ideas off off each other. I think older. I think older brother fronts things up a little bit, and. Younger brother um, stays in the in the background a little bit, but obviously has good ideas. What I'm told from um, from people on the training ground and has and has, and has, as as has a good input, you know what I mean. But you know, it's it's worked, on its side it's working. You yeah, know yeah. I, mean? I, I think uh, I think if the timing was different, he would have had a decision to make because obviously there was talk of him being Sheffield Sheff- Wednesday manager. There was talk of him being Huddersfield manager. There was talk of him being Middlesbrough manager. You know what I mean? So there's. He he had to he had to wait and be patient, you know. So, you know I mean. But the thing is, I you say that strange things have happened. If he if he got if he gets offered the job, if he got offered yeah. the Cardiff if he got offered the Cardiff City job tomorrow, would he turn it down?
0: I don't know. I know that's what I was thinking. Is because a big thing. I know he enjoys working with his brother, and they got a good relationship. And you I mean both. I mean it, both,
1: it I mean, both of them. I mean both of them. are if they both got offered the job at Cardiff City tomorrow, would they turn it down? They can't turn it down. They the only people.
0: The only ah. people, the only people, or the only the only manager I'd want more than them, um, like realistically, like you know, if you're not talking like Pep or someone, is um, is the Beisler from Leeds because yeah. I wanted him to replace uh, Malky Mackay, so, yeah. so he's my uh, he'd be my first choice if I could pick anyone from yeah. the championship. Um, okay, so let's move on to the uh, Preston. I think you know. Their one uh, issue could be if they get injuries. If they get a load yeah. of injuries, they could struggle. But yeah. they've gotta they've gotta make a decision, haven't they, in January? If they can find the money to spend or if they're gonna just try and go with what they've got. Right, stick,
1: stick or twist in it, it's 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 Or it's get some t- lone
0: players in or something, they gotta strengthen, do you, haven't
1: they? Do you take a risk I think as I i I can't see them not getting in the playoffs the way that the way that they're doing it, you know what I mean, or top half and you know what I mean if, if if that's a good season you know what I mean for the for this for the squad that they've got and the players that they've got it's a good season you know what I mean and I fully expected them to be in a, in a relegation dogfight and and even if they lost every game for the rest of the season now I still don't think they would be anywhere near the bottom because there's no, some, no, no. Poor, there's, some the, uh... there's, there's some poor sides and some teams that'd have to win win more games and um I just think um I think they've left them they've, 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 given, they've given themselves a good opportunity um to progress forward you know that, um, that obviously the manager's done a great job they're in second in the league they've got 31 points scored 31 goals you know what I mean they've scored the most goals in the championship you know what I mean that that that, that tells a story in itself you know that Huddersfield scored 18 you know what I mean Middlesbrough scored 13 you know what I mean that's that's nearly that's nearly three times that's nearly three times more than another t- another team in the championship that's just the fans are getting the money to have the fans are getting the money to I tell you Yeah. The one thing I would
0: say to what you just said, though, is um, I've seen Stoke over the years, like over the last 10, 12 years, I've seen Stoke bottle it. I've seen Mm. Cardiff bottle it. I've seen Derby bottle it. And they've looked on fire as if there's nothing could stop them. And I've seen them miss out on the playoffs. So I think there's, you know, I don't think they're going to get relegated, even if they lost every game now, because they just, they've got so many points and goals already. But
1: but we need, we need him
0: to, though, start to get our predictions
1: right, so we need him to lose well, every track, game for the rest yeah. of the season. You know, every single one. <laughs> and then a points deduction.
0: Yeah. Manager's <laughs> going to get sent off, there's going to be a
1: brawl. Oh, we need everything. We need uh, we need everything. I think we need the Championship to blow up for us to get our, our, yeah. our, our predictions right.
0: Well, as we said last week, mate, we've, we, we wrote down the real ones, which we'll yeah. reveal, reveal at the end of the season. Last day.
1: Yeah. Uh, so next up is Barnsley two Stoke Four. I'll tell you what, uh if you're looking for a, if you're looking for value for money, you got to walk well, because Orkwell's just it's Orkwell and Kenilworth Road just, just riddled with goals, you know what I mean? And I remember the first short sign, I was I was really, really looking forward to seeing Barnsley in the championship and saying how how that how many clean clean sheets they had. They had a record number of clean sheets last season. They cannot buy. I keeping think one, would. one or two. The season, no, I don't think they've let any. I think they've let an average of two goals. They've let thirty-three goals in the sixteen games, so it's an average of two, average of two goals a game. You know what I mean? So, you know, what I mean, the, the opportunity they had to, to, obviously, to to not go bottom of the league was to try and beat beat Stoke City. You know, they, they create loads of chances, side. You know what I mean? But they just they just can't defend the top at the other end. And you know what I mean? I do I do really feel for them. And and, and the first goal probably summed up their season that. Goalkeeper takes a free kick, mishits it, and then uh, one of the inf- one of the informed players in the championship scores from the halfway line. And that's probably great when you finish. know you that's oh, a great finish, but that's when you, that's probably when you know you, 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 your your season's not going the way that it should be. Um, when you you tried and tested goalkeepers making a mistake, and, and then you give a penalty away, Lee Gregory great penalty as well, great finish. I thought he was excellent throughout the game. Um, Joe Allen popped up with another goal. Um, you know what I mean, and and when he's on song, we spoke about him last week, and he could he could he could win uh, games on his own when he's on song, and then and then Klukas again scored an absolute terrific goal again, and um, and in between that thought thought Barnsley created a lot of chances, scored a couple of really good goals themselves, and you know what I mean. Part of me feels sorry for them, but you know what I mean. I don't I don't want no team to be the whipping boys, but um, but at the minute that. The league, the league just doesn't lie and, and, and the amount of goals that they've let in it's just yeah it's criminal really you know what I mean And but new manager takes over the stock and, uh, and he must have been he must have certainly been impressed that he's he's seeing attacking football and, and probably this is what this is what they've needed they needed the change and they needed the players to respond to a different voice and, and to impress somebody else and you know what I mean because that, that, that decision was probably coming for weeks and the players probably knew it was coming for weeks and, um, and then all of a sudden Michael O'Neill's come in worked with them for for a day and uh, and seeing them score four four decent goals and uh, and I think now it's time for them to kick on. Now you know what I mean. It's um, they've obviously got a, an international break. Obviously the manager will be away, so it'll be interesting how they respond side when they come back after the international break because they play Wigan at home, then they go to Cardiff away, play Blackburn at home, Hull away, Luton at home, Reading at home, Middlesbrough away. So their next eight games, for me, in my opinion, that they're all games that they should or could win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. If they've got any aspirations of of being higher in the league, you know what I mean. There's, there's nobody in the top half there. You know what I mean. So, you know what I mean. The way that the way that the season's panning out at the minute, it's 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 probably a great time for the manager there to come in. But obviously, not ideal now that he's going to spend the next two weeks away from the players and he's going to leave the team in somebody else's capable hands. And I'm not sure how that how that works and, and how much of a success that's going to be.
0: Yeah, it's a difficult when that isn't it. I think. Yeah. Um... The one thing I'd say, uh, what I would say about Stoke is uh, they protected Joe Allen, not in the way that he needs protection, but what they did, what they've done a lot this year, is they've played him as a holding midfielder on his own, and he's been completely isolated and overrun. But what they did is they got Klukas and they got other players around him so that he wasn't isolated. He was able to link up the play, he was able to move the ball. Around the midfield and out wide, they played Ince from. Uh, I think he played from the start, and they played him yeah, out he wide. Did, yeah. he, he, they played players. I think they mentioned on the championship highlights. They played players in the in the correct positions. Yeah. Lucas has been very good for, you know, for as long as I can remember. But he was yeah. excep- exceptional on
1: Saturday, particularly yeah, cons- consistency. Si, and, and, and I think I think having someone like Joalin behind you. You know what I mean? You know that you've got that um, responsibility to, to just bomb on and go forward yeah. and know that know that yeah, Joe's all right there on his own. You know what I mean? He's experienced enough. He's good enough to handle whatever the championship's got to throw at him. And, you know what I mean? That must be a, that must be fantastic to know that. You know what I mean? Because you can just go and play a, a free game. You know what I mean? Knowing that you've got that, 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 that back behind you. and You know what I mean? And I think that, you just said there, Tom Ince, you, know what I mean? you don't become a bad player overnight. You know what I mean? Lee Gregory. One of the top goal scorers in the championship last year for Millwall. You know, yep. so they've got all these players, you know what I mean, who, who under, who've, McLean. Yeah, who've, who've underperformed, you know what I mean? I thought McLean was excellent, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he dry, very he's good, dra- driving in the box for the penalty, you know. But, you know that's what he's all about, you know what I mean? You can't touch players in the, in, in, in the, in the box and when he's going at pace, you know what I mean, you, you make a rash decision like they did and he's got every right to go over and, uh, you know what I mean, he, love him or hate him, you know what I mean, his, his, his beliefs in... Uh, Religion and stuff, but on the football pitches, he's he's excellent. And you know, I mean, they've, if they can get all those players on song, I spoke about the C- Cardiff earlier about all these attacking players not playing well at the same time. And on Saturday, all Stoke City's attacking players all turned up to the party at once, and you know, what I mean, and, and they put on a show. On you know, what I mean, when when that happens, you you see how, how good it looks. And um, other teams need to do that on a regular basis. If Stoke can do it, they can fly out that league, hundred percent. Do you know? um
0: who didn't play well again was the Stoke City goalkeeper, Jack Butland. I thought he was pretty, pretty poor again.
1: Yeah, was I, I, when he came for a cross for the first goal, and you know what I mean, flapping about. He just looks, he just looks like he's lacking something. And I'm, I'm not going to use the word confidence because I, 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 I can't, I can't get that. I, I can't, I can't work that out. You know what I mean? Cause Actually, I said this, man. I said this last week. Well, I said this last week. Maybe he's arrogance or you know. I, not wanting to get hurt because January window's around the corner. You know, Who knows what it is because I, I, what, what more confidence do you need than the manager putting you in the team? If you're in the team, you're his best goalkeeper so you should, be, you should repay him with a good performance. Likewise, Lee Gregory, put you in the team, you repay him with a goal. Sam Klukas, repaid the manager with two goals. Joe Allen, repaid him with a, with a different class performance. Tommins, same thing. You know what I mean? He's letting himself down, he's letting his teammates down because you go away from home, you score four goals, you, you're hoping to you're hoping to win a little bit more comfortable. And You know what I mean? But you, you, your defence looks jittery because, because of what's behind him at the minute. Yeah, even the second goal, he just stood there. Yeah, he, did, he, made he didn't no,
0: dive. He did No effort for it. Yeah,
1: he didn't dive.
0: Um, the last thing I'll say on that game is I don't recall a team being bottom of the league creating as many chances as Barnsley. Oh, I
1: mean, every week. Mate. Every week. They I've missed never, so many chances, seen. mate. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen a team. Uh, it was McLean and um uh, scored the first goal, and he misses about six chances a game. You know, I mean, if he could finish, he'd be top goal scoring in the championship. But they still, but, they're, but they're still, at still at 37 in, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, they've got to score five goals to win a game.
0: It's crazy, you know. Madness, madness. So uh, next up, we got uh, Birmingham nil, Fulham one. Fulham finally getting back on the winning, uh, the winning trail.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, and, poor and, you know, at league camp. Yeah, poor old league camp. But yeah, there's 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 a few people in this division you can't drop a ball to, and Mister Mitrovic is just one of those one of those players that you can't do it to. And uh, uh, Birmingham having, having a bit of a tough time at the minute, sir. You know what I mean? Obviously got beat by cards the week before. You know, it's just obviously now we're at an international break. You know, I mean? sometimes it can come at a good time, but also you just want another game and play. You know, what I mean they're full of young lads, so young lads just want to go and play. They don't want to be thinking about. Losing another game, and you know what I mean. With with, with obviously they've got Huddersfield, Sheffield Wednesday the next couple of games as well. So the games for them are, are not coming thick and fast, and they're not coming the, the easiest as well. And you know what I mean. They they created very little. I, th- I thought they were. I thought I thought they were they were poor, um, in long periods of of the game. I thought uh, Fulham Fulham are there for the taking at the minute. The way that they don't travel very well, and you know. But when you make mistakes like that, you can't uh, you can't legislate for them and. You know what I mean? And, and and goals change games and straight after half time, you know what I mean? Birmingham probably edged the first half but didn't probably have enough quality to win the game and uh, and second half when you make a mistake just after half time you're up against it and you know what I mean, that that Fulham when they're when they are resilient and when they want to dig in like they did at Middlesbrough with ten men, they can defend, you know, what I mean that's one thing they can do and you know what I mean they probably didn't create as much as I'd probably like with the, with the kind of players that they've got going forward, but they won the game and and, and, and they went home with another three points and you know I mean? They've got themselves in a decent position just outside the playoffs. Um oh, oh, well, they've got in the playoffs until Bristol City knocked them out on Sunday, but you know I mean, they'll they'll be there there about side, but I believe, but you know what I mean? It's just is the gap is the gap growing between obviously the top one for them to, to close, you know what I mean? Because they do they do seem to drop points now and again. So obviously they can't afford to drop too many before the before the gap increases even further.
0: Yeah, they need to keep that winning thread if they wanna yeah. go up as automatic. Um yeah. they went uh, well, the only thing I was gonna say is uh Birmingham, they've got such a young team that it's gonna be, you know, win, win, lose, draw, lose, draw, win. It's gonna yeah. be so inconsistent. Yeah. Um and I think the fans have kind of gotta just accept that for the time being yeah, yeah. because they and hope they can hold on to those young players as we've talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, so uh, next up was Hull City nil who've been on fire recently. Uh, West Brom won.
1: Uh, to be fair, sorry, I thought they were excellent in this game as well. I thought they had, uh, Jared Boyne had a goal disallowed um, just before the goal. I thought they created another couple of chances. So was some some very good saves from Johnson. I thought he was outstanding. Um, but when you've got players like uh, like Jake Livermore in the team and you know what I mean he can strike balls like he does and you've got uh, Robson Carney who made a start which which was pleasing to see. Diagano was excellent again. Pereira is, is one of my favourite players in the championship. You got Phillips who caused problems throughout. They've just got an abundance of, of attacking players, and when you don't take your chances like Hull didn't, you're going to get punished at the other end. And you know, I mean, Jake Livermore. I probably didn't expect him to score, but when he when he hit that ball, it was it was going nowhere but the back of the net. And uh, I was quite impressed that he didn't celebrate because I know he had his issues when he was at Hull, and uh, Hull backed him through the through the tough times and you know what I mean it made it made me smile a little bit that there is a bit of a uh, there is a little bit of love in football sometimes and you know what I mean between players and, and fans and clubs and you know what I mean and I, I really enjoyed that because respect goes both ways and, and yep. for the player to understand you know what I mean I know you know what I mean I, I obviously had family problems when he was at home with, with the baby and stuff and you know what I mean I had drink and drug problems at the time allegedly as well and you know what I mean so for him not to celebrate on Saturday I thought it was a really good touch by the boy
0: Indeed, yeah, he was, and it was an unstoppable shot. And uh, I thought Slavin Bilic's team were excellent. They, um, I thought, I thought uh, Hull were excellent as well. My yeah, so did I. They're a bit unlucky not, you know, to come away with nothing.
1: Yeah, one thing I will say si, about uh, about Slaven Bilic's side is just the consistency that they just seem to get it right at the minute. They just seem to, you know, what I mean, going away from home, they keep clean sheets. You know, what I mean, Sam Johnson in goal. You know, what I mean, he's been at, he was at Villa when they got promoted. Um, on loan and I thought he's, he's he's just excellent he's just you know I mean Bartley at the back they're just they're just they're just getting it right he's he's consistent with his team selections and um, and, his, and his bench is really strong he's he's got players who can make a difference and and um, and to be fair they, they, they've run a bit of a they've done a, done a really good run and the next couple of games the Sheffield Wednesday at home Bristol City at home Preston away Swansea at home so the next four games they couldn't get any tougher but I think after that you come in into into what First week of December, second week of December, that I think by then I think they'll have a, a better idea. If if they if they can come unscared that will them four games, I think uh I think that that one of those places will be uh, potentially taken by a West Bromwich Albion.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh next up, leads to Blackburn one.
1: Uh one player I'm gonna speak about later on a little bit more was uh, Paddy Bamford. Uh, Paddy got his first goal in, since August, which, and to have the uh, have the balls to take a penalty after uh, after having a uh, what a couple of months without without a goal, it shows uh, what kind of mentality the the lad the lad's got really, and how much how much he oozes class. You know what I mean? That that he can uh, he can do that. And I thought his touch for Jack Harrison's goal as well was just out of this world. You know what I mean? That it shows how much a goal can change your confidence and. Um, and then I went I thought Leeds were just gonna go win that three, four, five, six. You know what I mean? The way they were playing, they were they were all over the place, creating chances, scoring goals, and then just before half time, Stewie Downey knocked in a, a corner and Williams headed it in and, and then it just it made a game of it. And um I think it was two and four and both teams had chances to get um to go further ahead or to equalise. But, you know what I mean, I think in the end I thought Leeds fully deserved it. You know what I mean? They had 15 16 shots on goal, and you know what I mean. But they're just not scoring as, as freely as, as, as I think they should say. You know what I mean? Like two goals, considering the two, they were 2 0 up in what 16 17 minutes, you know what I mean? They've got uh, three quarters of the game left, and yeah. you know what I mean? They just they just don't seem to put teams to bed. You know what I mean? They seem to cut their content with thinking they're good enough to defend, and they are because the league doesn't lie that they've only let nine goals in. But you know, there's going to be soon, there's going to be one game where that, where that comes unstuck a little bit. They've got the result, Bielsa's, you know what I mean, he's, he's, he's doing a good job, the third in the league, you know what I mean, but I think uh, I'm just waiting for them to, to hit fourth and fifth gear, you know what I mean, I, just, I think they've, they've got more to come, you know what I mean, and, and that's my concern with the West Broms and the Prestons that, and the other sides in and around them, that Leeds have got more to come and I'm not sure what other teams can go like Leeds could go, you know what I mean, I think they could go to another level and I think they could spend in January as well, because I think that, that they could take a risk to go up this this season.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think um, I thought Jack Harrison was incredible. Uh, oh, he's excellent, excited. excellent, yeah, uh,
1: excellent.
0: Paddy Bamford, he just seems to go through spells where he'll not score for months, and then he'll score every week for a few weeks or a month, and then he'll do the same again. Um, yeah.
1: I'll be slugging, we'll be slagging him off, Slagging him off in two weeks. I've lost some of the chances he's missed. Well, my my, my, point, my point, my point with him is. has
0: always been is. He's got a talent and he's got the ability if he wants to be uh, sent forward for a top top side, he's got to put the chances away regularly. Yeah. Or create so many chances like Andy Cole used to, where it doesn't matter if he misses six because he'll still score three. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. Uh, yeah, next go up, go on.
1: No, I totally agree. I, I, mean, I followed his career. He was at Middlesbrough for a, uh, a long period when we were really successful and you know what I mean? There's no no doubt in his talent, you know what I mean? From Chelsea that he he always thought he could do better and better himself, but he needs to do it on a consistent basis in the championship and you know, he needs to do it in the Premier League to to be to be classed as a as a as a as a quality striker. Yeah. Uh
0: so next up was Millwall two,
1: Charlton one. Yeah, strange one. You know what I mean? Strange one for Charlton, you know what I mean? I, I, that for me, I think uh obviously the manager's Guy Roward's gone into Millwall and he's He's had a positive impact, you know. What I mean, we spoke about managers and changing managers, and how much the, the impact they have, and I fully expect Charlton to go there and and pick up all three points, and you know what I mean. But the game didn't pan out as 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 simple as as that. I think um, I think Charlton are missing Lyle Taylor. Sorry, I think we we yeah. spoke about this last week, and I think the longer he's missing, and the longer um, obviously he's missing out there, you know what I mean. The the struggling to score goals in, in in important games I'm not saying they're struggling to score goals At my point I think I'm struggling to score goals in games where they need goals you know what I mean and sometimes when they're scoring goals in games that they don't need a goal the goals come freely but in games where they need a goal like this in the London derby this is when uh, the, 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 the players and, 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 the, and the threats come, uh, come to the forefront and uh, you know what I mean I think Lee Boy will be extremely disappointed that uh, that they didn't get a result from this because I think he'd have gone into the game expecting them to, to win. And I think with the high expectations that, that Lee's set for his team and for his for himself, um I think it'd be very disappointing. But I d I don't think he can have any qualms with the result. I thought Millwall no, we we're, we're, were better on the day, you know what I mean? And and for me they deserve to win. Yeah, I think so. Um Jed Wallace cracking uh, he's he's outstanding. He's having a really good, uh, really good spell, and I, it's just coincided with the manager taking over. You know, I think he was, I think he started really performing probably the week after Neil Neil Harris left. I think it was uh, the Leeds game uh, when Neil left, and and you know, I mean, I think ever since then he's he's really come to the forefront, and he's 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 running from deep, he's direct, he's he's creating chances, he's scoring goals, um, and you know, what I mean, you don't get a you don't get a better time to win a game than ninety-first minute and obviously Jed mm. Wallace had a had a big big impact on the goal and you know what I mean? It's it was a great result for them and probably 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 deserved in the end. I think they just edged it.
0: Yeah, Bowie wasn't happy afterwards. He kinda of said yeah. he thought that he couldn't believe they'd come away with nothing. Or mm. you know, they thought they deserved at least a point. But I agree with yeah. you. I thought Millwall would probably deserve the win.
1: I think when managers come out and say they deserved a point. You know what I mean? That, that I'm all four managers saying, oh, I think we deserved all three. You know what I mean? But point to point, you know what I mean. If you if you're hanging on to a point, you know what I mean, You don't deserve it for me. You know what no, I mean. You you're played tr- well. If you're trying to win the game, then you you deserve your point. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to play the part in the game. But they were for me. They sat back and we got punished in the end.
0: Indeed. Uh, so next up is QPR 2, the mighty Borough two.
1: Um. Oh. Better, <laughs> a little bit better, a lot more positives. Uh, British on has scored two goals. I thought he was outstanding. Um, he looked a constant threat. He scored two very good goals. Uh, the second goal, a little bit fortunate with a, uh, a dodgy back pass by Naki Wells, which I don't even know why he was doing back there. He shouldn't have been anywhere near there. Neither place meant to do that. But you know what I mean. But you, sometimes you earn your own luck um, at times. But going forward, I thought QPR were outstanding. Set pieces looked dangerous. Um, Naki Wells saw himself a good goal, but. The problem I've got with Middlesbrough is, 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 you know, I mean, they worked hard to to go ahead, so you know what I mean. So they went ahead, what, twenty third, twenty fourth minute, and then all of a sudden, Cooper, kick off, go straight up the other end and score, and you know what I mean. You, you need to make sure that, you know, when I mean? you don't give chances away straight away, because you, you've worked, yeah, you worked your absolute balls off to get ahead, and then all of a sudden you give goals away, and you, there's no point going and, and working so hard and then just gifting things away, and you know what I mean. The manager will be so frustrated, but. It's 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 a point on the board and a point is better than um better than they had the weeks the weeks before, you know what I mean, on a, on a on a ridiculously bad run. So to go away from home score two goals against the side who um letting a lot of goals in as well, you know what I mean? QPR score goals but they're, they let goals in. So I always thought there was gonna be goals in that game because Middlesbrough can't seem to defend um at times and, and, and QPR score goals. So I thought there was always gonna be goals and um and I think a, a draw was probably a fair result. Um I think QPR probably could have nicked it at the end. Uh, but for a, a a good save by Randolph. Um but I think if Middlesbrough can, can get the same side out and get a few injuries back for um for after the international break, I think that they've got a couple of games. Hull City at home I think is next and and I think uh I think Middlesbrough need at least four points out of the next two home games to, to show supporters and the manager to show supporters that he can turn this around because um, you know I mean? with with managers changing other clubs and, and fortunes getting turned around, maybe he's the chairman I might think oh maybe we'll have a look at that but
0: yeah it does feel like he's under pressure doesn't it
1: yeah um, he, he is but rightly so it's a results business he's had 16 games he's got 13 points it's not enough it's not yeah. enough
0: not good enough is it really when you look at it on paper no. um, I thought is it, is it uh, oh, what's his name I think it's Ayala I thought he was quite good
1: yeah, he was. He had a he had a header disallowed, which I still can't work out what what why it was disallowed. It was it was absolutely a fine header. You um, he give it you give it for offside, but so but I thought he had a defender on the way in. But yeah, it's it's frustrating. But he's he's a he's a he's a superb championship defender. He he knows the league. He dominates games, and uh, and I just hope they can keep him fit because he he has a big big part of play with Young Dale Fry next to him.
0: Yep, yeah, and next up the the resurgent Red in beat luton 3 0. well bowen
1: mark bowen i was uh i was very critical of of what he did um mm-hmm. of appoint, appointing himself but absolute masterstroke if if he saw if he saw in that team what he's showing so far then he's he's done a great job you know what i mean because uh and people can say it's only Luton but that's just it's disrespectful load of rubbish you know what i mean when he took over the. They've uh, won three, drawn one, and he's he's turned the fortunes around, sir. You know what I mean? To beat Luton three 0 Luton have scored in nearly every game. Seventeen shots on goal. You know what I mean? He's you know he Puskas up front. he looked back to his to his to his normal self, just causing problems. Didn't score, but was causing problems. Uh, Baldock, you said about him last week, so I had a, I had a good look at him this week, and I thought he was a constant threat, playing on the shoulder, playing in 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 pockets where defenders didn't like to be and. And just luton were all over the place. They didn't, uh, they didn't really, didn't enjoy coming short. Didn't enjoy running in the channels. They were just, uh, they were just all over the place defensively. And uh, and reading thoroughly deserved the three 0 three nil win. It could have been a lot worse than uh, than three as well. So, I think that the international breaks come at a really really bad time for reading because, you know, what I mean four games unbeaten flew up the league a little bit. You know what I mean? Up to seventeenth because what you are doing, you're going to take ten points off them? That had them at eight points to what that would have in bottom of the league. You know, so it's. It's a. Uh, it's, it's marks come in and, and done an absolutely fantastic job.
0: Yeah, they've taken twelve points from the last uh four four games. I mean, yeah, games it's great. He's
1: done great. Yeah,
0: done very good. Yeah. Um, Sheffield Wednesday two, Swansea City two.
1: I was hoping this was going to be um, one of the games. I was hoping. Uh, I was checking uh, the results because uh, I'd, I'd voted and I voted this one because, uh, and I voted it because of the way that the, the way the game ended. Um, obviously, Swansea went ahead through IU. He missed another couple of chances, uh, and then uh, Gary Monk made a few substitutions and brought on Forestieri and Adam Reach and changed the game. Forestieri came on and scored after great work. From Adam Reach goalkeeper made a decent save, and then uh, and then the fun started. That uh, Fox scored in the 91st minute, and then uh, Wilmot equalised in the 93rd, and just. It just sums up what the championship's all about, and you know, I, you know, I obviously the goalkeeper didn't have uh, didn't have a, a great game. Westwood, you know, what I mean, made uh, made made mistakes, but uh, in my opinion, for both goals, but uh, but this is what the championship's all about, you know, that that the game's not finished. You know, what I mean, you can go two one down in the ninety first minute, but you've still got a chance if you if you want a chance and you still want to go on. Swansea unbeaten still this season, and. Never say never say die attitude, and, and that's why the fourth in the league side. So, you know what I mean? It pains me to say it, but you know what I mean. They've they're just they're, they're getting things right, and uh, and you know what I mean. I wish I wish the league tables did lie, and you know what I mean. They were there, they were there because they're very lucky. But you know what I mean. The on Saturday, I think they probably did deserve a draw. You know what I mean, and and because, but each team was going for the game, and even Swansea, even uh, Swansea at two one down. You know what I mean? The, the, the uh, sorry, one all was still going for it, so that's why um, Sheffield went ahead. And but I think a point was a point was a fair result in uh, in the end. Yeah, I think
0: so. Um, the boy uh, Ayu misses quite a lot lot of chances. I think. Yeah, he misses. Uh, chances. To... you know, he does score, but he misses a lot, which could have sealed the game. Uh, I thought the boy um, George Byers, I thought was excellent
1: again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, t- to be honest, I, yeah. Well, it, it is. It's, it's frustrating, but that I'm. I'm. I, it's like they have a different style of play with though, They don't seem to play as, uh, as, uh, as, 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 as just, I'll, I'll go the Swansea style of play. You know, away from Mom they mix it up a little bit, and and I like that. If the manager can um, can 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 continue the way he's doing it, um, I think he's 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 doing great. And I thought Wayne Routley as well was a threat. Um. You know what I mean? We spoke about him last week. That he's he's resilient. He never he never stops running. He's he's got energy to burn. And you know what I mean for a for a player who seems to been been around since God. He I, he was around when I played. So was he thirty four? So yeah. So you know he was he was only a baby when I was uh when I was at Cardiff. So so it's still nice for him to be uh, kicking the football about and, and still playing at a good level. But um, I thought Chef Wednesday were excellent as well. I'm so going forward to create chances. You know I mean? Fletcher's a. An absolute handful, and you know what I mean. If uh, if 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 he can if he can score a little bit more regular for for the chances that they create, um, I think they'll win a lot more games. But you take Westwood's mistakes out of the game, Stoke would uh, uh, sorry Shefford would would win the game.
0: Yeah, I thought Adam Reach change the game actually when he came on. Yeah,
1: he did. He, uh... he did. He should start for me. He's he's he should start. He should start one side, and Harris should start the other. But
0: yeah, I agree. And lastly we've got Wigan 0 Brentford 3 and Brentford have got right back uh, right back in form after a few weeks of uh not very good results for they, yeah. they had a few results where they weren't quite performing yeah. last last well, couple of weeks they've been back to it
1: yeah well have what what they've got 12 points out of the last 15 so si. you know what i mean they're up to ninth in the league you know what i mean they back back scoring goals and away from home they look a they're a real threat you know what I mean? They scored three at Swansea. Um, they scored uh, they scored three again away from home. I thought Wigan were atrocious. I thought defensively they were all over the place. And um, and at times, you know what I mean? Like they, what Brentford scored three goals, and Ollie Watkins doesn't get a goal. Yeah, it's just you know what I mean. So I was I was more shocked when I when I when I seen the result, and I didn't see the goal scorers of this game. And I was thinking, oh, Ollie Olly Watkins hat trick. He can be me. Uh, he can be me star man again. And, and I was I was shocked. So when I seen the highlights, I thought he was outstanding. I thought he led the line really well, bringing people into the game, and um, and it's just you know I mean it just shows what talent Brentford have because the going forward, I thought they looked electric, and you know what I mean. And 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 we spoke about them as a as a dark horse in the, in, the, in the opening show, uh, and if they can keep showing this attacking ability and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and and attacking performances and goals and creating chances and. Uh, and keeping clean sheets like they did again, and, and then they've, they've got a chance to be a to still be a dark horse. Because what the, what did I say there? The, the the ninth in the league, 24 points, so they're only four points out of the playoffs. You know what I mean? Which is which is nothing. And I think this international break for them will potentially be a be a really bad thing because you know what I mean? They're on they're probably the most informed team in the championship, so they, they don't want to break. But you know what I mean? The next the next three games: Reading at home, Blackburn away, Luton Town at home. I think uh, I think they need. Um, they need to pick probably nine points up there, and people will then start to think that they're a real, uh, a real team to reckon with.
0: Yeah, they um, they did spend some money, didn't they, in their the start, you know, in the summer. But I think maybe it took them a bit of time to, you know, just a gel, maybe. But um, yeah. I think De Silva and uh, Norgard have been like the centre of their resurgence. Those twelve points, they've. Both of them have been excellent for the like the last three weeks, four weeks. And I thought they were excellent again.
1: Yeah. Totally agree.
0: Okay. So that's the games. Let's go on for the two for two. Let's start with the downs. You got first, mate.
1: Um, I've run for kevin Westwood, um Shepherd Windsor goalkeeper for dropping the first cross one one's his first goal, and I thought he was weak for the second goal. I thought Flapping about and looking for a free kick in the last minute of a game, you know, he's a he's a, a Republic of Ireland national goalkeeper, and I expect better from him. He's had a, he's had a fantastic season. He's kept them in it for long periods of games, and I thought he uh, he misjudged two really bad things in the same game, and it it's cost him two points. And you know, what I mean, looking looking at the league now, it's you know, what I mean, it, it could cost him cost him big. Looking back at the end of the season, you can't afford those things to happen. So he's he's my first down.
0: Yeah. It's a good shout, mate. That is, I've also gone for a keeper for my first down. I've gone for Lee Camp, drops an easy cross, surprised.
1: yeah. That's surprised you. Yeah.
0: Handed Fulham the game, mate. Uh, yeah. it's a bit, and that would have been a big point for Birmingham, who've been struggling recently. You know, yeah. a point point against Fulham would have been a nice way to go into the break. Well, I
1: totally agree. It's fine margin side, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's that's cost them a point. It's cost Sheffield Wednesday two points. You can't afford to lose lose you lose your side points.
0: Yeah. Spot on, mate. And who you got for your second one?
1: My uh, second down. I've gone for uh, Bogle from Derby and Naki Wells from QPR for both back passes, which cost both teams points. Dreadful. You know what I mean? That that, that Derby it cost them a point. QPR it cost them two. You know what I mean? You can't afford to. You know what I mean? Just clear your lines. You don't need to take risks. You don't need to to play over play football and and play Ajax way, Man City way, Liverpool way. You know what I mean? You'll you'll get opportunities when you play against them to do that, but don't need to do it in the Championship because it's you know what I mean to and and to, and to pass to. Lewis Grabban and Britisombolonga. You don't, you can't pass the two decent centre forwards who who eat who, who, who goals up for fun like that. So yeah, there's my second down.
0: Yeah, it's um, just do the basics and get rid, yeah. put it out, yeah, get it clear. Don't play across your goal. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've gone for Tom Lawrence. Um, you know, we've been consistent, nice, yeah. and we've been fair all the way through the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I've uh, sort of. Giving some players some grief, grief, some nasty challenges, and uh, Tom's was not good. No, Um, and the thing with them is, uh, he's got to control himself. Um, You know, he's lucky he didn't get sacked last week alongside Keo, and I feel like he's got to keep his nose clean, keep out of trouble, and maybe repay a bit of the faith or support, whatever you want to say, by the club, the manager, the fans, and just keep his nose clean. You know, because. Yeah. He needs to let his football do the talking because his actual football has been very good this year, but there's too much bad decision making going on for my liking. Yeah, he,
1: he, I think he can't afford any any more bad publicity. You know what I mean? So he can't afford a red card. He keep his nose clean. You know what I mean? And just get on with football. Let your feet do the talking. He's good enough. He's certainly good enough. He's got all the talent in the world. So he just needs to to play it with strength. Indeed. Uh, who you got for your first up? Uh, my first up, I've gone for Paddy Bamford. Um, I've been very critical of him, and rightly so. But you know, I me mean, to have the nerve to take the penalty after not scoring since August, I thought he was was excellent. His touch for Harrison's second goal, I thought was observed. Uh, so, Paddy's got my, my my first up.
0: Yeah, I um I went for Sam Klukas of Stoke. Uh, I thought he was an excellent all round performance. He supported uh, Joe Allen in around the middle of the pitch. Uh, absolutely controlled game, and. Obviously, he scores a great long ranger for his second goal, but the first goal, that first touch was just exquisite. And, the, you know, just to get out of his feet and just hit it without looking up was uh, superb from the halfway line, no less.
1: Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I I, I could have easily had him. Uh, for my second one, I've gone for um, uh, Jake Livermore for <laughs> West Bromwich Albion. Um, a, a, for his goal, uh, I thought it was outstanding, but B, for his lack of celebration and his respect for the football club because I just thought it just showed how much class the lad has, you know what I mean he's had personal problems he's uh, he's not liked by a lot of people of football apparently for, for certain things that he's done in the past but I just thought it just, he just oozed class on Saturday, on the pitch and off it so he's my second one
0: Shout mate, I like that um, and I went for Paul Gallagher of Preston nice. leading, leading the mighty Preston every week these days, he's warrior yeah. And uh, he's making everyone around him better, particularly some of those younger players. Just dragging them all around with him, and he's, uh, you know, you can't, can't, uh, he can't do any more. No,
1: uh, exactly. If... Totally agree. what out, that is a great
0: out. Okay, so let's finish off now with some questions. Uh, guys, you could send your questions for Andy every week to Facebook.com/slash/AceCastNation. Or Twitter at ACEcast underscore nation, use the tw- uh, hashtag ACE Nation Army. And uh, you can also email ace network contact at gmail.com. Uh, so Peaches has sent in another word association for you. Uh, so it's uh, uh, lazy. Oh, my brother. It's harsh. It's true, though. <laughs> Scruffy. Oh Scruffy. Jack Grealish. Angry. Angry. Ooh, angry. Wayne Rooney.
1: Inappropriate. <laughs> Inappropriate. Oh, it's a good one, that one. Inappropriate. Uh oh, you might you might you might have baffled me that with that one. Inappropriate. <laughs> uh I don't think I've ever come across anything, anything within football
0: inappropriate. Uh, Anyone make any inappropriate jokes? Uh, oh,
1: baffled me. but that's, that, that's baffled me, that one. Baffle me. Daniel, baffled we'll me. have to come can't, back to it. Can't think, yeah, can't think. Uh, at Honky
0: Donkey asks, uh, who's your money on to take over from Warnock? Now he's left.
1: Um, we spoke about a number of names there, but I'll be honest. I, I think I think the fans will have a big part to play in it, and I think Craig Bellamy will take over.
0: Mm, interesting. Uh, Johnny wants to know why do you hate Danny Mills so much?
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think there's just like one reason. I think we've had a, a few spats every time we played against each other. I used to play on the, on the left. He, was, he used to play right back, and um there wasn't just there wasn't just kicking involved, there was a few verbals, a few pushing and shoving and we we just had zero respect for each other. So I just yeah, it's just it, it's it was like it was like little and often. It was, it was just but then it's just constant all the time. So I'd look forward to playing against him, he'd look forward to playing against me, and then it would be worse the next time round. So it was like a f- by the end of by the end of our careers there's probably a feud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a blood feud now. Huh? Yeah. Uh he also wanted to know, he said what did you get for Cyprus' for birthday?
1: And uh Just love bit said, of love. Bit of uh, love. That's so needed. Bit of love. Bit of love until he comes down well until he comes down, till he comes up to Middlesbrough. So I'll sort him Indeed. Out.
0: And uh what was it like to play with Merson at Borough as a youngster, a uh, youngster?
1: Um, playing with him was, was excellent. To to learn from the Magic Man was just it was that was outstanding. It was just it was the way he left and 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 some of the certain things that he said about about some of the players and stuff was things what what don't sit with me right you know what i mean that, that he's had his own problems and and nobody ever goes and slags people off but you know what i mean at, at the time in middlesbrough there was a, there was a drinking culture and mm. you know what i mean as young boys and you you dabble a little bit and you have a drink but to be to be pulled up on it by somebody who, who used to have a drink problem was a a little bit like Two-Faced and yeah not pot kettle black a little bit i see
0: okay uh, what's the wildest football christmas party you've ever attended names and details he's demanding ooh
1: maddest one uh we've had we've had a few good ones we've had a, we 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 had, we had a really good one uh for cardiff uh we 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 flew down to newcastle um from bristol um uh had a couple of days away we we've we've done one in dublin it was just just pure drink Drink, drink fueled. Uh, obviously, Willie Boland, uh being at the forefront of it and uh, sinking probably three pints of everyone's everyone's one and uh, just getting just getting people in a right mess. You know what I mean? But all, always good fun. Um, obviously, all sorts going on and and just proper team bonding sessions the way that it should be. You know that you know what I mean that that people footballers get a really bad name at times, but sometimes these things need to happen and. You know what I mean? The last thing on my mind and every one of my Christmas do was to get in the car and go and have a, and to go and to go and drive. I'd rather go and have another drink and and to and to plan my next drink tomorrow than than think I was gonna yeah. get in the car. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always the last thing on my mind. But no, Christmas parties were always something that we always look forward to. But I think nowadays they happen so early or so late, they either happen in November or in January because there's so many games around Christmas that footballers can't fit them in. So yeah.
0: Smart, don't I? So many people just think that they'll drive home like it's laziness almost, don't it? ah, It's arrogance, it's pure arrogance. And uh the last question is it's a bit of a weird one simply because since the question was asked, things have changed. But um I you know, I don't want to leave them out because they asked the question. Uh so Kelly Dennis asked, uh I think Cardiff City should just let Warner see out the season. Don't spend any money in January. Save the money and spend it in the summer for a new manager, uh, if we're allowed to after the Salah incident. What's your thoughts, Andy Campbell?
1: Um, if he was still in charge, I I'd probably totally agree. You know, what I mean, I don't, I don't see the point in throwing money away. There was no point in throwing money away. We said this last week that, um, you know, I mean, it's important that a new manager comes in next season, this season. If there's going to be an interim manager. And they're able to spend the money wisely themselves, instead of somebody else spending it for them. You know what I mean? So for me, whoever, and if it's a short-term manager for a long-term manager in the summer, then I don't see the point in spending money in 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 the January window. If it's a full-time manager in the uh, coming now, let them spend what they want for the January window.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that makes the most sense. Um, I just think if they are in with a chance of getting to the playoffs. They have to make sure they get there. Yeah, Um, totally agree. And it's just what they do with the whether it's loans or monies or whatever it may be. Okay, so to finish off, we will have the most exhilarating 10 second segment out there, soon to be award winning, no doubt. The best segment in the whole of TV, radio, podcast, and social media. It is Fake Jordy, Bingo Lingo, Fact
1: Fact. Fact fact I've gone for famous people from Middlesbrough who I've met, so people i am not I'm not I'm not famous in my eyes, but I've met um Jamie Bell, who's an actor who played Billy Elliot, Um All right. so I met him, had a pint with him and my claim to fame though, the two claim to fames, I had uh, I had coffee with um with Jet and Hunter from Gladiators. They're both from Billingham, you see, so two Middlesbrough ones, but there's nice. there's one what's there's one what slipped through the net and that's the the one and only Chris Rea that Obviously, Chris is a, a big Middlesbrough fan, born and bred in the area, and I um, always wanted to meet him. And, and hopefully, one day, the bucket list can be ticked off. Yeah,
0: it's going to be difficult, though. Could be It oh, yeah. could be a road to
1: hell. <laughs> <laughs> set, set that one up, didn't
0: I? Yeah. See, people so, think
1: that was set up, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: And just naturally, oh, naturally. I'm not that,
1: I'm not that clever.
0: Yeah, I just got an obscene amount of musical knowledge. There you go. There we go. So, uh, guys, I know it's been slightly longer because we had the uh, Neil Warnock breaking news uh, just before, so we ended up talking about Cardiff for ages. Uh, but we'll be back to normal next week, unless something else happens and some footballers do something stupid, and then it'll be longer again. But uh, you can find Andy on Twitter at Andy Campbell thirty two. Find me at Andy, no, at Acecast Nation, Facebook dot com slash cast Nation, and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know, drop some comments in the videos and Facebook, Twitter, and uh, send Andy some more questions next week. You can make them as weird as you want. Weirder the better. Job, yeah, absolutely, it's more fun. And uh, don't right. forget, don't forget to vote on Saturday or Sunday morning. Tell your friends, share all that good stuff. Andy, thanks for joining me, mate. My pleasure, mate. Indeed, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Stay folks Podcast Network.